Hey everybody, and welcome to Spider Duck Gaming, episode four, um, where apparently bronies unite. Not really, because there's only one brony here today. Um, well, well, I don't know. As that's per true. usual, Go ahead. thank you, Trevor. Timmy, don't don't speak up. Okay. <laughs> God, you're lucky we even let you be on this. Okay, I make this Just, show. No, you don't. I do. Okay, so it's me, Trevor, back again with the man of the hour, Frank Carter. That's what it is. We got that that kid that we regret tolerate. regretfully tolerate. Let in the here most every intelligent, well spoken. Go on, Joe. <laughs> so, how's it going, Joe? Oh, it's going great. So, yeah, we won't even introduce the other guy. We have a, a special fun. guest here. Go ahead. Not named Timmy Smith. Thank you. We have <laughs> we have Joe, uh, who's a friend of ours, and he plays a lot of video games. So, yeah. he's going to talk about some video games today with us. Oh, we're all going to talk about some video games. Yeah, we'll all yeah. talk about That's a little a general bit of video idea gaming, with this yeah. podcast. That's yeah, what we do here. Yeah. Um, I mean... So let's talk about some TV and movies. Um, no, I'm just... Yeah, yeah, that, that wasn't That's even not funny. what we do that was, here. That was good. I liked it. It was no. a joke. Jeez, Timmy, 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 Anyway. Anyway, Joe, what have you been so, playing lately? I've been playing a lot of um, Mass Effect 3 multiplayer with the new Retaliation um, DLC out. Great. The collectors yeah. are freaking beasts. Collect- oh, yeah, that's right. They did add the collectors in that. And I also heard that uh, they decided to put another race into the multiplayer. They did. Let's talk about that, because that right there is interesting. They they do have the... They have two Volus characters now. They have a Volus Adept, which is awesome. I unlocked him this week, and he's crazy. You can't get in the cover, because he's just as tall as the cover. He's short and fat, <laughs> and he's actually moves really fast. Can you shoot over They're, cover at all with him, or do you just not really? Cover I mean, you just... can you can arc your orbs, which is your biotics in this. Right. You can arc them over the cover, and they'll home in on your uh, whatever enemy. enemy you have selected. Just like you know your throw and warp normally would. Warp, it, warp, it basically warp. works like a warp and works like get, a throw and warp. Can you get into any cover at all, or is it? Not at all. You cannot get into any cover. Wow. Because it's just a lot. Yeah, it is. It's crazy. And because you can't get in the cover, you can't get over cover. Oh, so you can't can't vault. No, you can't vault. So you have to go around everything, which is. That makes. makes, It uh, makes everything a lot longer. That's probably why they made them a little bit fast. So they are. They're, they're a lot faster. They're kind of balancing it out there. That's yeah. got to be weird to not be able to just hide behind a wall, though. Because yep. even if you were three feet tall, well, you would technically still, you're, you're, well, you're. All you have to do is go up to the cover, and you're uh, you're you're protecting yourself. I get that, but I mean, still, like, like if, if you were in combat, you would yeah, put your back your, up against the wall. That would be, just I could see that, that yeah. and that wouldn't be too bad um, because you'd at least be able to even if you couldn't shoot over, poke around the cover if you're at the edge of the cover. That's yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, because otherwise you're just you're you're pulling up your gun and just kind of like walking to the side like old school. I have some. I have, this, I have some gameplay footage of the Volus. Um, I actually have it on my laptop here, and it, one of them is on YouTube. I need to edit one of them. Mm-hmm. So um, I can put that one on YouTube as well. Joe does but, that a lot with his with his Mass Effect 3 multiplayer yes. sessions. Yes, I, I put up a, I put up a, a Voltron session up there as well. A Voltron session. Yes. The, the, Voltron, the Voltron game for the Xbox Live Arcade is awesome. It's basically just a you know co-op twin-stick shooter, but it's Voltron. 
like a Geometry Wars kind of thing? Kind of, but, like you're actually, you know, but you're actually running around with your... As you're actually so the main things on that like one a, is you're the modern Robotron. Yeah, you're or. you're the robot. You're the lions. Yeah. So you're controlling the lions, and then you go through the, each stage. Then your final stage is you're actually Voltron, and you're kind of it's basically like a turn-based fight. Those Voltron fights. Okay, okay. that's cool. Um, and it's it's definitely interesting. Um, but the presentation on that game is amazing, and it's the whole reason why I bought it. If you like Voltron, you're gonna love it because. The cutscenes before each level is just a literally a clip from the original show. <laughs> so, well, great presentation like the, the, on that. The poor man's Transformers, or actually, it was out before Transformers. Yep. I was wondering if it was the other way around, and then Transformers just kind of took off. Well, um, Transformers built upon what Voltron was, and what they established. Yeah, and well, the thing was Voltron. You know, it, they combined into a single robot, much like the Power Rangers, mm-hmm. um, and. One of my best part, one of my favorite parts about that game, whenever you pause it, the announcer goes, Voltron will return after these messages. <laughs> and then after you come back and it's like, and now back to Voltron. Um, great. That is actually pretty awesome. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> pretty cool. Um, so is there anything else that you've been playing? Um, I've been playing a good bit of Borderlands 2. Um, so last weekend I did a 24-hour gaming marathon for Extra Life. Great cause. Help six kid, sick kids, mm-hmm. and I play probably more pro- than six of them. Yes, yeah, a lot yeah. more six, a lot more than six because um, all the donations that I got went towards Children's Hospital of Pittsburgh. Um, so I ended up doing twenty six hours straight. So I went two hours over what I had to, and I probably played about a good fifteen hours worth of Borderlands Two. Wow! So it was the the bulk. Yes, the bulk was Borderlands 2, and the entire time I was playing as my Macromancer, which is awesome. Makes me feel like an asshole, because I play 15 hours of Borderlands 2, like, every week. (laughs) And I'm not... I should should probably be raising money for sick kids or something, I guess. And, um... I I played some other games besides just Borderlands 2. I I popped in Borderlands 1 for about a good five hours or so. um, Played that co-op. I played about a couple hours worth of Dead or Alive 5. I played some. Um, I did a little bit of story, and then I went for the one hour achieve the hour the achievement for going one hour in training. So I played an hour's worth of training. Yeah, that's an achievement in Dead or Alive Five. That's, a, that's an achievement training? in Dead or Alive Five. Oh, uh, just play training just for an hour. Go in training and walk away, and come back an hour later. That's how. <laughs> yeah, that's how I would do that. Um, they they changed a good bit of stuff in DOI Five. Like they added some things. Like there's now a power type move. That you actually charge up, like uh, mm, kind of like the, the, no, it's a lot different. Like a finisher kind of thing, or like a really high damage move. It's a very high damage move. S- similar to the the Street Fighter, then how they have the, the, the yeah, play Street Fighter, the ultra combos is what I'm talking. Um, about. I know what you're talking. But it's about. like a, it's like now. a you have to charge it, and it's like a slow slow mo type move. So whenever you're actually doing it, it's goes into like a slow-mo type deal oh like so a, they um they basically kept the the high power moves but they just well added. the high power like so they had some high power moves in the other games but they weren't nearly as strong like this thing is a very powerful take off like a quarter of your life type of move yeah they had, they had so, those they're, they're like jan lee he had one that was a uh it was a three punch move and it took about half of your life off and you put it you so it it's a like I said, it's, it's a nice little combo that you have to... And it's just, like, the one button, but you have to... I think it's, like, the 
left bumper or something like that. Um, and one of the directions depends on which depends on the character. So every character has them. Okay. Um, they also added if you get knocked off like the stage, mm-hmm. you actually kind of hang there for a second or so on some of them, and which is up to the attacking person to hit them. So you actually have to attack to knock them off, and they can actually block that attack and throw you off, and then jump jump down. Wait, so if you if you get so knocked off, you grab the ledge and you can climb back up. Is that the? Idea? You don't climb back up, don't but climb whenever back. the other person goes to attack you, yeah. when you're hanging on that ledge, you can counter that. Can they? So just, can they just stand? It's back more like on? a multi-tier stage. Yes, not, it's not like like no, Soul like, Calibur where like you would knock someone off the stage. It's like right there's so a multi-tier stage. So like, next level. Yeah, right. and that's how DOA fought, or that's how DOA always was. It always okay. had those multi-tier stages. If you just stages. hang there, will you eventually fall down? I think so. Okay, but you need to. I haven't did it a whole lot. I know I did it in the alpha that I had from Ninja Gaiden. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you can actually, so you have to attack them, and there's actually an achievement to successfully defend it and not basically counter it. Uh-huh. And I think there's an achievement to attack someone while they're hanging there as well. And uh, I also do want to mention that Kasumi doesn't wear enough clothes while she's in Antarctica in the story mode in Dead or Alive, That's even though the- I've already mentioned it before. Oh, yes, she wears so- her normal. She wears her normal outfit in Antarctica. She's dumb and bundle up, bitch. I, so whenever I was doing the training on it, doing that one hour, uh, that one hour achievement, um, <laughs> I have the the bunny swimsuits from the collectors from the pre order bonus. Of course, of course you, do. you do. Of course. Well, it was I pre ordered the game, so I got the pre order bonus, and Absolutely. so of I. Did, yeah. So Eight. Kasumi was wearing that, and I think I was fighting. Um, hit uh, tell me? Lei Fong, oh, Lei Fong, who I think also has that bunny outfit. So they're both in those bunny outfit swimsuits. Wait, is he a guy? No, no Lei, Fong Lei Fang is, is a Chinese. Oh, okay, Chinese. Okay. Um, so they're both in like swimsuits in the Arctic. Okay. Um, now I'm not judging too harshly. I think. Hey, I, some bunny I, I even um, I even screwed around with a little bit of Yaris on during that gaming weekend. Is that the Why? yes that terrible terrible game that was Why? had Toyota Yaris's in it? Why? 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 I don't know. I was I was going Why? through my arcade games. I'm like, you wait, were you doing this on the 24 hour yes, marathon? Because yes. that's the only you could say the only one I play Yaris is if I'm helping sick kids. I, I actually I did it in the after the twenty in that two hours extra. Why I was why would you not just go to bed? At that because point you didn't going care. to sleep. <laughs> it's like well I was I, way more important. So to I just me got than done playing, playing Yaris ever got, in my life. I just got done playing Happy Wars, which is actually a ton of fun. But if you do play it, definitely go and do the training first, especially if you're doing something like the cleric or the mage, which I was playing. What is that mage. play like? By the way, I haven't played that yet. So it's a you have to build towers. And then, and that's how you spawn. Is that tower defense then? Kind of, because you're actually attacking your enemy tower. So you're playing real time, third person type. Um, and you have three classes: you have the warrior, the cleric, and the mage. The clerics can revive fallen warriors. Okay. Um, the mage they can also set things down so you can actually build them. So like a um, siege cannon, basically, so that you can break down the enemy's door. So the cleric builds the, the cannons? They <clears throat> lay down the goods so that the teammates can build them. So okay. the more people you have building it, the faster it's going to build. Okay. Um, and so you can 
So you have your one tower in your castle. And you have you go out and build other towers so you can spawn closer at those towers. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you can destroy towers. The whole point is to destroy towers. If the game ends, if you run out of time before one of the main towers, the one that's inside the castle, is destroyed, mm-hmm. then whoever has whichever team has the most towers wins. Huh. It's actually it's actually a lot of fun, um, and it's it's one of the it's a free to play model. Microsoft is messing around with, you know, the free to play model with this game, and it's actually not a pay to win type of deal, which is the way. Are there microtransactions? There are microtransactions, but is it all for cosmetic stuff? It's cosmetic stuff, but so it's for like outfits and I think some weapons. Okay, but it's nothing. But from what I can tell. It's nothing that's going to make you, like, uber-powerful to where if you buy, you're going to win. You're not going to feel like you're at a disadvantage because you didn't spend money. Yes. Unlike a lot of free Like uh, Age of Empires on uh, uh, Steam. It's not just on Steam. No, it it was first on... It was um, first on Games for Windows Live. Okay, okay. But that that game, I know if you spend money, you get extra units and stuff like that. yeah, Yeah, that one, it's more... That was one of their first... Mess screws screwing around with the free to play, um, but that one's more. It's more like it's DLC than it is free to play. With that one, it's it's kind of like um, like you're downloading extra civilizations and civilizations and stuff like that. It's kind of like shoot, what the heck was that dungeon crawler they did? Um, I know you have it, Crimson Alliance. That's it, Crimson Alliance. Oh, okay. It's it reminds me of that because and Pinball FX too. Because it's yeah, free to download effects, the game, yeah. but you have to buy all the tables. You have to buy the tables, okay, yeah. Okay. So in order Pinball to play the game... is actually really good, and they I've do have a lot of yeah. cool It's tables. actually on Windows 8 um, as well. Recently, I bought the Plants vs. Zombie table. Nice. Which I is, heard good things about yeah, that table. it's really awesome. They actually worked with... Um, excuse me, who makes Plants vs. Zombies? PopCap. PopCap, that's it. Yeah. Actually, PopCap, if I remember correctly, I remember hearing about this. Um, I think PopCap, PopCap actually PopCap. went to... Zen Studios. They actually contacted them yeah. about it. Well, I know. Uh, I know they do. They also did like a Miss Explosion Man table mm-hmm. uh, with the developer for that, and mm-hmm. then they also do. They also did a ton of Marvel tables. Oh and, yeah, because Popcat was actually looking into creating a pinball game. Pinball game for Plants vs Zombies. Yeah. So then they're like, well, you know, why don't we just try? Why to don't get we it just? Into, yeah. Yeah. It's a smarter idea, I think. Oh yeah, because I mean. Zen Studios, that's what they do. Yeah. They do pinball, and they do it well. Yeah, they do. The, those games are really fun. Like, it, every time I'm just kind of bored and just, you know, need to kill some time, I throw on some pinball well, effects. Some head-to-head is actually pretty fun whenever I like to play, so... My problem yeah. is I always forget about my arcade games. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. Yeah. It happens. So it was... After I was playing Happy Wars, I was just going through all my arcade games. I'm like, man, you know, I haven't played that in years. Boot it up. And I so, honestly, I forgot how the, terrible, of all terrible that the game arcade was. games that you could have chosen, because I know you have quite a few. Yaris. You picked fucking Yaris. Yes. I played it for like maybe a half an hour. That's way too, That's much. Yes, too much. It was is it a racing game? No. One, so one you go down like a tunnel and you have way to too shoot much. things. You haven't even gotten past the loading screens. Yes. <laughs> so. Totally terrible game. Well, I was like, you know, I'll see if I can get any achievements out of this and no, no I didn't. No. Um, after that, I actually went to Bank Shop Billiards too because I was like, you know, I haven't played that game in a long time. That was well. good. 
and I, I, played I played some of that. Either. Yeah, I haven't played that. See, I, I played some Bank Shop Billiards. I won my first game, lost the next one, won the next one, lost the next one, won the next one, lost the next one. So in other words, you're just average. Gotcha. I, I, I hit, <laughs> yeah, I hit 500 on it, and it's and some of the losses. It was like I should have won those games, but I just messed up on some of my shots and stopped scratching on that eight on that eight ball. I, I actually did not scratch on the eight ball at all, but there was one I. I think it was like the first or second game. I I pocketed three stripes on the break, but I scratched. So they got to choose, and obviously they chose stripes. It's like Dang. as good as I computer. am at video games, I'm really really bad at pool. Like really 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 bad. I should at play it. you sometime. You know, you'll need to wipe the floor with me. Yeah, I, I, say, I, I need some wins because I think there's a wins achievement in it, so I can use the wins. <laughs> no, no, virtual pool, I'm okay at, but I mean, Welcome real to life. the achievement cast, where <laughs> that's oh, all no. we care about real all pool? the time. I used to have a pool table whenever I was a kid in my house, so I was usually I, I wasn't bad at pool. I'm real right. life. I'm really I'm embarrassing. I'm, I'm a worse pool player than I am a bowler. I'm a bad oh, that's bowler. bad. I know, I know. It's. I'm connecting dots for you, just to show you. And yet, you always challenge Tony, Tony for subs. I know Kent always did. I know you yeah, challenged him a couple times, see, I mean, which was for some stupid I like reason. Free, I like to feel like I earn. Yeah, free food is. But you never won. But uh, no, no. Because Tony's really good. He is, yeah. As in, like, all English people are. Because he, he even he even beat bowling you bowling between his legs. I know it was all right. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> okay. All so, right. so, anything else, Joe? There is there is one other thing you want to talk about, isn't there? There, there's, I don't say like you're embarrassed other, about it. Yeah, no, no, no. there, 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 there's one other thing. There is a game that I actually kind of messed around with. Um, kind of messed around with. I, I played at, the, at that one convention, and it was actually... The build that I played there was actually really good. Like, it was... It was... Um, the characters that were actually kind of basically finished were well-polished. We should probably tell them what relatively it is. balanced. We'll get to it. <laughs> so... We'll get... Do you have something in mind for how you're going to reveal so the, the preface? The current build the that I have... Um, the current build. Some... One of their testers must have leaked it or something. Okay. So... But I ended up getting it after playing... So we have a... Yeah, the, the so bootleg. So I actually the, have a older build of what I the played. The beta, we might even say? Not even a beta. Okay. An alpha. Some of the characters in there aren't... Like, there's some characters that aren't there because they're not even... They didn't even work on them yet. And um, they're kind of finished. Um, but there's still a lot of things that need to get worked out. Okay. But it's actually... Um, <laughs> the the game is actually My Little Pony fighting his magic. It's yes. it's a It's actually a fan game, but it is a <laughs> well-done fighting game. And I actually just saw... Friday, I think it is, where it might actually make it to Evo 13. Wow. So it's... <laughs> Wait, you game, mean like the the, the, the fighting? The con- official yes, fighting. the official fighting right. convention. It actually might be making it to Evo 13. Can we... Uh, I, I want to see it, but... I, I do have it on here, so... Okay. So we'll have Timmy's, like, actual played thoughts next week. Yeah. On the Brony Fest. It, you know what? It, it's, actually what? A, it's actually it's actually a good fighting just, game. Can we not call it that? Can we call it jabroni? Because you're acting like a jabroni right now. <laughs> know your role and shut your mouth. What is a jabroni? <sighs> well, if I if I'm gonna moving be, on, moving on. Moving how can I know my role if I don't know what a jabroni is? Explain. <laughs> shut your mouth. Okay, so right. I know what a jabroni is too. It's a wrestling term. Have you not watched? I know what it is. It's a wrestling term. What does it mean? Just. It's, uh, mm-hmm. Moving on. A jobber. 
A jobless loser who frequents A4E in Sharkenhead. Well, I have a job, so right off the bat. Seems not a jabroni. That is according to Urban Dictionary. Well, Which you does know, not lie. Urban Dictionary is the... <laughs> the final the word in all things. Jabroni, a jobless loser who frequents <laughs> A4E in Birkenhead? Get a job, you jabroni. Breaks a bill in his face, in parentheses. Who's... <laughs> I, think, I think we need a new segment called Frank Reads from an Urban Dictionary. <laughs> and the next now, line... I wanted you to read this line. And the next line says... Who's the fucking pussy now, you fucking jabroni? <laughs> and if those who don't not know, Joe does not curse, so that's why I had to read that. Was, that, that is my favorite moment from this podcast, is Joe saying, wait, wait Frank, read this because I can't. Because it has a bad word. I love that. <laughs> uh, All right, so... That um, I knew Frank would be able to read it pretty well. Yeah, yeah he can definitely know. <laughs> um, Frank. Yes. Uh, Tales of Graces. Tales of Graces F. F. Very, sorry. very, very good. RPG. Can I ask what the F means? The F doesn't mean anything. It just, it's just there for. I knew that. I just wanted to hear you say. Basically, that. just uh, the fact that it's a re-release of. I think it was a Wii game in Japan. Oh, okay. and they released it here in the states. So just assigned so some, yeah, like some, some arbitrary F. letter. To so the size. yeah, they just assigned a. A letter to Tales it. of Graces F and F means fuck because we just re-released this. Well, I, I think I think for every Japanese re-release, they just need to add a letter to it just so we know that it's Japanese re-release. So like Kingdom Hearts Remix S or Rechain Memories. Look at some. Yeah. Of the, I was gonna say look at some of the odd names like Rechain Memories and. Or Final Fantasy Duo Decimal. I was about to say the same thing. <laughs> what was it? Duo Decimal. Duo Decimal is how it's pronounced, but it's zero one two. In was it braces or braces? They're yeah, bra- like yeah, the, the brackets. Like the Dewey Decimal System. Is yeah, it's Maybe. pretty Dewey. much. But yeah, it's it's, it's Final Fantasy yeah. stupid the city way of, of Duo Decimal. Man, yeah. oh, Final oh, Fantasy. Shit, uh, got the, uh, Final uh, Fantasy has to do the stupidest fucking names in the world. <laughs> no, like, there's dumber names than that, dude, and it's like, usually not come Final on Fantasy. Now. The algorithm. Come on. Just say fucking Final Fantasy music or no, like just, Final pre- Fantasy rhythm. I thought it was something. supposed to be pronounced theater rhythm. Whatever, dude. What is how the fuck it's supposed to be pronounced? I'm sure Square Enix's PR people don't know how the fuck to pronounce it. So how the fuck are we supposed to know how to pronounce it? All right. I'm going to call it theatrhythm rhythm because that's how it looks. But you know what they should call it? Final Fantasy rhythm. Supposed to be good, from what I hear, though. Yeah, I heard, I heard, I heard, I heard great <laughs> things about it. But but the thing is, it's it's the Final Fantasy handheld games that have the odd names, yeah. Not the actual like it's Final just, Fantasy games because it's just Final Fantasy. But you One, know what? At two, the same 13, time, 13-2. Like when do you like? You need to end fucking calling a game like thirteen. <laughs> like we know it's like. Way actually really 13. like the 85th fucking Final Fantasy game. You need to just give it like a subtitle that makes fucking sense, not like Duodecim. Like, Jesus Christ. Or like, I need to know the Dewey Decimal System just so, to fucking play this game. I guess. So, it's a goddamn Final Fantasy so, fighting game. So like, just like uh, it's a good the game, DS though. game, Final Fantasy uh, Revenant Wings? Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> no, no, no. Wait a sec. It's called Final Fantasy Twelve Revenant Wings. Uh, yeah, that is the title. Oh, yeah, it's, shit. it's a spinoff of Twelve. I know. But yeah, that's like Assassin's Creed Three Liberation. Show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and Tim Smith finally makes sense. But I anyway, you sense. did ask me about Tales of Graces F. I did go on, which is a 
it's not a hard. I wouldn't call it a hardcore Japanese RPG, only because you can. This game at certain points has so many level spikes that it's ridiculous. It makes you grind in the weirdest spots just so you can fight. I never one want to play this Sounds game. weird, doesn't it? It makes you grind I, in the weirdest spots. It, it, you, now, the grinding like. spots, you can grind for like 20 minutes and then be fine. But for <laughs> me, for a me. person who likes to grind, I spend maybe three or four hours grinding in one area just so I could be 20 levels above sound, what I need oh, to be. damn it. I wish I hadn't said levels because it sounded so gay until that moment. Though. Well, I mean, I, you um, can have, on a regular Tales game, the level cap is like 250. Wow. To which yeah, you won't get. Like to which you won't get on one playthrough. You can play your character that game multiple mm-hmm. times, yeah. and you have to get the 10x experience boost in order to really hit. Dude, my problem with those games is that whenever they give you, know you that what? insane like, level this, cap, that's why I don't <clears throat> fucking play MMOs. Disguise. I know. Yeah. All you got like it's all about fucking grinding. Like, well, MMOs. Give me, I mean, give me a good fucking story that keeps yeah. me moving forward. Trevor's never really although, subscribed. Although to the WoW whole. isn't really anything about grinding anymore. You, well, from what no. I hear, you can get the level eighty. In well, that's a because of, like that's three because they tailored to the casual gamer. Yeah. To what you just it, said about WoW, someone yesterday just told me that. Oh, I just realized uh, you haven't played WoW in like two or three years, and you just start your. Uh, Thing back up. There's something that's called a scroll of uh, <laughs> where you can get like you a scroll of, of some really? some type of scroll, and they let you choose a character, and you automatically get that character level eighty. The level cap, as of as of I know right now, is eighty five. You can automatically be level eighty. Yep. Didn't so have to do po- nothing. What's the point of playing the damn game? I there is no point. Like, aside like, from getting your gear, I, there is no point. But yeah, I mean, there's the social like, aspect too. Yeah, like, like, I mean, I get that. And, well, it's like, I wouldn't call it social because there's been people I've seen actually held weddings, and they're like in a tuxedo and wedding dress because you can actually make it. You mean in the game? In the game. And in well, real life. Like, people, no, no, they'll use the game to get married in real life. I know, I know. Like I, I've met people. I used to. I worked at in the mall here and there was a guy who worked at a kiosk outside who met his wife on Final Fantasy 11. No, that's just retarded. I don't think Final Fantasy was good. I like yeah, that game. Yeah, who plays Final Fantasy 11? It's dumb. I played I 11. It. I liked it. I almost played 11 with you. You I, needed to play 11 I know, I never me. got around to it. But MMOs, I, I, like, I only played the beta for Xbox 360 and I didn't really like it, but... I mean, I see, like, the, the draw of MMOs in general, like, the... I get it, but, I mean, for me, like... I'd rather just have, like, a good story that pulls me along instead of sitting here and have to, like, kill these monsters over and over well, and over the only and reason why and I over the, uh, and over. It's it's the, only the, only the, why, the only reason why you have to do that in Tales is because they'll put you in a situation where, fuck, I can't... Which is bullshit. Can't quite kill they this They need to tailor yet. the difficulty to, to where it's a challenge, but not to where you hit a is. fucking so brick that's, that's wall. That's, that's, that's the thing with Japanese RPGs. Close. They always they always do that. That's the classic way to do it. Is a lot of the times with JRPGs, they'll give you those harder bosses to where... You need to grind some in order to actually beat that one. Like Final Fantasy, or have Final Fantasy thirteen. There was a couple times where I had to go out and grind just to beat that boss. Because how do you even grind in thirteen? It, it, it wasn't. <laughs> it's harder in thirteen because you go through, hit all them enemies, leave the area, hit those enemies, come back. I did not hit like the enemies 13. again. I didn't like thirteen because they respawned once you came back to that area. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe this is just a testament to Japanese game design and that they need to modernize their shit. 
I, I mean, I'm sorry. Like, not, not for the Japanese think, market. The Japanese see, market. I don't have a problem with it because like, I I am a big fan of the JRPGs. Like, I mean, I grew up They're with my them favorite too. RPGs. Yeah, I mean, like I I did too. Like, and I love the old ones, but like it just gets to a point where it's like. Come on, guys! I think you, you've become much more accustomed to Western RPGs. I mean, that's you never you true. never got that 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 the sense of, of the increasing power. Like every battle you fight, you're that much closer to the level, and then you get that level. That's what Japanese RPGs were all about mm-hmm. at the time. Watching that party slowly grow, and I, I don't think you ever really got into that. Mm-hmm. Like Diablo, how I can play Diablo for eight hours. See, you never got into Diablo. Oh, I don't really did I? But um, <laughs> but uh, just let's not talking about Diablo anymore. <laughs> um. I don't know. Some people get it, and some people don't. I guess. And then the MMO, if you if you're not into the grinding thing, it does include that that social aspect to kind of make up for that. And I think that's what really carried it more so. See, than I, that. I never got into the MMOs, but I mean, I did play Eleven for 360 a good bit, and yeah. I actually enjoyed playing Eleven. Um, I picked up Fourteen. And I thought Fourteen was. Pretty I didn't good have a MMO problem thing. with Fourteen. Is Fourteen still free? No. Okay. I stopped playing. I stopped playing it when it. Stopped going when they switched to the pay. It's okay. still up though. But, it's still oh yeah, it's still yeah, up. Okay. They're actually doing the. I think they're they're. It's basically the two patch, which is completely. It's basically a whole new game. Is eleven still up and running or I probably think, not? I think so because yeah. I think there's still people to play it. I haven't hmm. tried it in a long time, so I couldn't tell you. Um, so I haven't put fourteen on the PS3 yet, and people are still angry. They're supposed that. to. They did say that it is going to be on PS3 whenever they come out with the 2.0 patch. Mm-hmm. So it's supposed to have that, supposedly. Whether so it's actually just, you know, whether they're actually going to do it or not, another question. Totally fuck up and square. How the hell do we square 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 Oh, we're talking about the MMS. Well, the only reason why. We came across this rose because of the grinding. Because some people don't like the grind, but I'm black and I, I'm, I'm all about the grind. I'm white and I am also no, all about the no, grind. You're, you're not. I am. Though. No, 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 I'm absolutely not all about it. <laughs> I think it's. But since we are already on the subject of MMOs, the other game I've been playing this week is actually called Ace Online. Oh yeah, okay. Joe, you might actually like this because it's more of the Japanese. Style. It's anime uh, multi MMO Star Fox. That sounds awesome. Basically, I mean, you might want to start. That's why I should be like in a PR. Speaking (laughs) of which, I completely forgot about this. I do have the Hawken closed beta. The what? Hawken. Hawken. It looks like it is going to be an amazing mech game. And it might actually be, we might finally have some sort of replacement for Chrome Hounds. It's It's only on PC. But we might finally have a replacement for Crown Hounds. Hmm. And how long has how long has it been since they closed down the uh, Crown Hound server? And still, 2010. You know, it's been like yeah, three been years since yeah. they've closed down the servers, and still nothing. There, there hasn't been yeah, but anything to replace Crown Hounds. I mean, nothing. I can understand that. I mean, Crown Hounds. Well, they've come out with crazy well, and they've come out with a good bit of different. Mech games. I mean, they've done they the Armored down, Core games, but at the same time, those games have probably sold less suck, and less they, with each iteration. They suck compared I mean, that's, to um, well, yeah. Pounds. I mean, that's probably why they sell less and less mm-hmm. with each iteration. But at the same time, is there is there still a market for like a big budget mech game? Mm-hmm, right. I mean, well, Chrome Hounds wasn't big budget though. But at the same time, it was a it was a bigger release for Sega at the time. The development and wasn't expensive, but it's always expensive. Right. It's a game. Yeah, yeah because expensive. of all the marketing and, and all that really kind of stuff. Well, like that I mean, Chrome Hounds was one of those 
under still, the like, radar like even, summer even, release titles. Even a mech game though is is just going to be tailored to a niche market. Exactly. So that's well, why it's, it's that's why we haven't seen any big releases though, because a big studio is not going to take that on if they're going to sell X number of copies. That isn't going to meet their bottom the, line. The thing though is same thing with JRPGs. They pretty well, much yeah. JRPGs, I mean that's why you pretty much just have NIS and a couple NIS. other. Uh, uh, JRPGs like and yeah. mech games pretty much tailor to the same audience. Yeah, they pretty much right. do. Yep. And the thing is, I think it's the anime. The developer who the developer yeah. who did Chrome Hounds is the one who does Armored Core. Yeah, from software. Yeah, so they could. I mean, they could do it. See, mechs never. That's the thing that never clicked with me. Yeah, I'm kind of the same. Like way. people are just like, oh my god, it is. Like, like I, I did like, like I did Chrome like Hounds Chrome Hounds was an amazing. I actually did enjoy I Chrome loved Hounds. Chrome Hounds. Like but from a gameplay standpoint, I, from the fact that it's got that persistent battle yeah, fighting like, line, that's. I amazing. thought that was awesome. I liked Chrome Hounds for the multiplayer aspect. Yeah. And like, well, and the, the fact, fact that they were in, they just happened exactly. It was like a social thing more so than this. The thing with um. Chrome Hounds that with the single player, it was just training for multi. That's all yeah. it was. Which is unfortunate, especially what, because now once that, that game shuts play down, it, mm-hmm. it is shut down. Yeah, it's, like so it's, it's, yeah, it's been. Well they get... shut down the servers like three years ago. That's a useless game at that point. Yeah, you can't pretty much. Yeah, really. No, it, it doesn't go for much. I mean, it doesn't even sell for much now. I don't think. No, it's, it might be ten bucks not even max. Worth it. Yeah, because I mean, Chrome Hounds' huge strength was the multiplayer. And, I can only play single. I mean, I, granted, I need to play single because there's achievements I have left to get. I still have a good bit of single player achievements yeah. left because I never did finish yeah. it. I never played through all the single player in it either, but I just don't. I just don't feel like wasting the time to go back, especially if there's not the online component because that's the only reason I really played it in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but yeah, I, I just don't think there's a market anymore for those big. Maybe on PC more so than. So, like, I could see Hawken doing better, and I've heard a lot of good things about Hawken. Hawken looks amazing. Um, I had the alpha for it, but unfortunately, I wasn't able to play it because that's whenever I was in Boston. Boston. So, um, I, 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 I missed the alpha for that. Um, I, need to, I need to screw around with some of the closed beta because I know it started up yesterday, I think. I think there's always going to be an, an, enough of a niche market for mech games for them <laughs> to be worth making. But I think you're going to have to build a really solid, uh, a really good... Because there aren't that many mech games that are genuinely great games. There are a lot of good yeah. mech games. but there are, So if you get a really good gameplay concept and then you introduce mechs into that instead of the other mm-hmm. way around, I think... See, I think it's about having, having all the pieces. Yes. Like, I think you need to have a mech game like... If, if a mech game has, like, the online component of, like, what Chrome mm-hmm. Hounds had, but then they do something better with the gameplay or make an engaging story to go behind it, mm-hmm. I think that'll that'll be what could set that apart and make it a really great exactly. mech game. But That's, I mean, you need to make see, a, I, a great game that has mechs before mechs can really appeal to what, everybody. What I really wish they would have done for Chrome Hounds was, um, at the very least, let you do it before they close the servers down. Patch it. Do a patch to where you can do system. You can do the online system link, so you can still work on getting those online achievements because those online those online achievements were ridiculous achievements. I mean, they were really, really hard and very time consuming to get. I mean, it was like max out each class, basically each skill, 
and it just took forever to max each. So that's yeah, max that's everything out on this. I say fuck it. Yeah, like for me, <laughs> and multiplayer achievements I don't bother with. Yeah, if if it's something like where see, it's like get fifty headshots and I happen to get it, I'm like, yeah, oh, like cool. exactly. It's, like, the thing with multiplayer achievements that I don't like any about them is the fact that if they shut the servers down, you're screwed. I mean, sure, you can't it, you can't do it. Yeah, at, the, at this point, like achievements. I think they hinder a game as much as they improve. I always said that from the beginning. Mass Effect, um, see, Mass <laughs> Effect Three did the achievements right because you can. It was either do this in single player or this in multiplayer to get the achievement. Yeah, At I, some I point, achievements that, created this sense that as you play games, I'm better than you. You're well. I mean, there's that, but which that's not bad. It's true too. But. Um, as you're playing a game, you feel like you're earning something. You're getting something out of it. You're mm-hmm. you're, you're accumulating something. And so, if you've played a game before, you're you're less inclined to go back through it because you feel like you're you're retreading ground because you're not getting any achievements out of it. And I think it, it makes it. I think the that's assuming if you got all the not necessarily. Let me say this. Let me say this. Fewer people replay games these days than they used to. Yeah, because and of achievements and trophies. I see, I don't think it's be, it's not because of achievements and trophies. For some it's people, I think it is. Honestly, it's because of the. <clears throat> in my opinion, it's because of the whole online aspect. Because people aren't playing. Campaigns. Well, that, so your that's campaigns a, are getting shorter and shorter. That's and shorter. in the case of shooters, so especially. You know, you can blow through a campaign in like one sitting. Yeah. So there's no but need that, to play it again. And the stories natural. on those campaigns aren't really very good anymore. I either. think Halo is still but consistent. I, I, I know, Halo, I've gotten see, to the point where, like, for me, achievements. Like I used to be all about achievements, but like. I'd yeah, rather even more. I really just yeah. would rather just play through the game and not worry about it, and just have fun <clears> with the game and enjoy that experience. So, yeah. um, like, I mean, I understand that achievements can promote replayability in a way mm-hmm. if you get different achievements for playing through it again. But you know what? At the same time, I don't, I don't have time to do that. It's like right. part of it. Another, let me just say, another part of it, not just the 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 disinterest in retreading ground. But more games are coming out than than before, and that like that's one of my problems. Ago, like for me, every every other month, there's something else coming out that you might want to play. So uh, you're every week this time of year. Every yeah, week, yeah, 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 exactly. Like I see for me, PlayStation Two. I finished all three Zeno Sagas, which is twelve years old as of uh, the other day. By yeah, way. I finished all three Zeno Sagas twice. I played through them twice. Put over a hundred hours in each game with two playthroughs. Those were long, drawn out, great games. Oh, favorite gaming franchise. <laughs> Not what I was going to say. Favorite gaming trilogy. Zeno Saga. Zeno Saga. Really. Favorite gaming trilogy. More than Zeno Gears. I never finished Zeno Gears because I never had the PlayStation One. Zeno Gears is very. So I have Zeno Gears and I started it. I don't remember when, sometime in college. Zenosaga. But I never got around to finishing it. A lot of people would like think that that game is just. I love Zenosaga. I mean, that's what that game is. What got me into RPGs? That got me into Jared because I didn't like turn-based RPGs. I, I guess I could see if that's it, like your first real RPG experience. I could see how it you was could... D- Disgaea and Zenosaga is Disgaea, what got me is what got me into JRPGs. I always preferred Final Fantasy Tactics to Disgaea, see Disgaea. But... Like I played Tactics after I played Disgaea, and I liked Disgaea so much better because. I, I, I like the way I, I like their story and the fact like that the it was quirk. it was comedic. Yeah. Um, or, I mean, tactics is it was it was very quirky like, and it was I, I really like that the, the gameplay. The it's a gameplay, very Joe game. Well, yeah, it is exactly. Yeah. And but, whereas tactics is more like 
it's like a fucking Japanese Shakespeare tactical RPG. It, it really like if you go back and play that game, it's very see. I Shakespeare. I like the I like the gameplay of this of this guy oh, better than I did tactics. Tactics I thought was harder. I think it is because once your character dies, I mean, that's it. They're dead. Yeah. If you don't revive them in time, you're which just, I love that. Like that. I, that and just that's that, we know. Yeah. <laughs> well, just I feel it's, like it's a nice con, and I, I kind of like it. But I don't know. I liked the sky yeah, better because if you gym, and I like hardcore. It's gaming. not that I like because the fact that people they, die. They die. I mean, oh, in, in the sky, <laughs> whenever your characters died, I mean. You had to revive them at the hospital, and it usually costs a decent amount to... Which is, again, very short of a person them. just dying and being gone. And even characters yeah. that have names that have had dialogue and have other things to say, they can die and just be gone forever. Mm-hmm. And just that sense that if they go down, you'd like need to save them, or they're going to die. It makes it really intense. Mm-hmm. That's why I really dug that game. But, I mean, right. there's a multitude of reasons. That's the only game I ever got a character level 99 in, was Final Fantasy Tactics. So, for me... Um, Second gaming trilogy, favorite gaming trilogy is Mass Effect. Really? I, mm-hmm. It goes Xenosaga, Mass Effect. I'll be doing. Um, I beat the first Mass Effect three times on that one Shepard. Is that your favorite Mass Effect? Yeah, I think so. Because it's funny, like when Mass Effect Two came out, everybody's like, "Oh my god, Mass Effect Two is so much better." See, I didn't like that one. one. I didn't like one as much. I hated the fact that it went, it broke up the action too much because. You couldn't level the, up during the exploration stuff in one, which is you. You couldn't level up one during was, your missions. Yeah, you had to wait in order after, until after your mission to level up. I hated that. I hated mm-hmm. the end mission screen because it, it felt like I was. You were playing like an action game. It felt like I was playing something Again, that's that chapter based. Yes, I know, and, I know exactly what you mean. That's not Mass Effect. That's just not Mass Effect. Well, the whole point of Mass Effect, Mass Effect One was overambitious. It tried to do too much. And I like that. Well, yeah, but it was it was yeah, but the exploration it was stuff a little clunky. Was See, yeah. I didn't have a problem with the makeup. I like, did. I didn't have a problem with it because I had the strategy guide and I could just look at the maps <laughs> and figure out where everything is. But you know what? If I had to sit there and just drive around and find Basically, all the shit, there's boring. no way that I would have seen everything. In that I game. fucking fell asleep driving. I, I so that Basically, stuff what I did was boring as shit. Um, Basically, what I did I, with I that. did all that when you were just yeah. explaining. <laughs> Years after the game came out, because my buddy of mine like I'm telling me I had to play the game, and I'm like, yeah, fuck off, I'm not playing. <laughs> yeah. And then one day it was it was cheap. I was like, oh, I'll give it a try. Yeah. Did all of that. Yeah. The point three I was playthroughs to get him up to sixty. <laughs> oh, it, I my, mean, I played through it like three times. But like I said, have, having my, the guide to see, like I only used it for those little maps. Yeah. For each planet, because I wasn't going to sit there and try to find everything. Yeah, so I for did. for that, Trevor, what I did was I didn't drive around the entire planet looking for everything. I'd go to a point. If I'd see something pop up on map, I'd detour. Mm-hmm. And then that's how I did those. So it wasn't bad. It's not like I, I was I just driving around was, trying to find everything. I, I think it wasn't it was good game design. No, it was it was it very just, flawed. It wasn't I, fun. See the thing, I would much rather I would have much rather drove around in the Mako to find minerals than scan the planets in the second I don't, one. I don't think I the fell scanning asleep. was good either. I fell, I fell asleep or almost fell asleep several times scanning the planets, and every time I stopped playing Mass Effect 2, yeah. it was because I needed to scan planets to find they, to they're, find they're, they're both flawed. I, I, the problem with Mass Effect 2's approach was that it, it basically wanted you to still get minerals and wanted it to be a somewhat involved process, but they didn't really look at the Mako situation and try to improve well, on that. They're one, just like, fuck it. We in one, you didn't have to find minerals. It was just a side quest. That's all the mineral was, and you got experience for finding them. Didn't you? Weren't they apply? Didn't nope. you use them to do anything else? You didn't use them to do anything. It was just okay. a side quest. Okay. Well, the point I was getting at was that two 
it, I think most people would say two was an improvement. And when it came out at the time, everybody they thought it was. They took out grenades. It, it dialed so much back, but the story and the characters True. and the role yeah, playing the, were the much, story much better. Was, so the thing two, that two I liked, was more the like an I liked interactive about two movie. And three over one was I liked. It was a lot easier to use your powers because you had your powers mapped to three buttons. Right. And the combat in general is, is better. In I like three. that. Yeah. It's, it's more. But in, it's not as I like, it's like I like the yeah. whole overheating of the weapons a lot better than ammo because yeah. Yeah. that's not massive. Again, that wasn't massive. Ammo is not massive. You would, you would think if you're in the future, they would have solved the ammo thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Especially for guns that, you know. Especially since really it was already bullets, solved you know, in the first game. Yeah. yeah. It seemed like an arbitrary <laughs> thing. I mean, like, it wasn't often that you were out of ammo, too. There was ammo everywhere. So it seemed kind of yeah, pointless to even introduce the, the concept. One, in the first one, you didn't have to worry about you stop had, shooting because you, you had to just pay attention. Just, well, you had to stop yeah. shooting, let your let your you know, let your well, weapon you, cool down. Well, I'm, I'm depending sorry. on the weapon, depending I'm, on your mods you, on the if weapon. If you had right. the level ten weapons and you had level ten um, uh, snow blind rounds, yeah. you didn't have to worry about overheating because you could just hold that down. Right. The, they're ice bullets. They're not. I mean, there are two arbit points to make the arbitrary that you have to watch how you're using your weapon. And it makes sense from a gameplay perspective. I think yeah. it's a minor point anyway. Yeah. What but I was going for was that I now I so like the whole. Mass Effect thing brought up is because yeah. I, I finished the first Mass Effect three times wow. with the one character. That's a lot of riding on that elevator. And that is. But I didn't have a problem with riding on the elevator because I'd rather them ride the elevator and listen to the ele- you know, listen to the announcements in the elevator and have that line of dialogue as opposed to just looking at a loading screen. But those loading screens were shorter too. In two. Like yeah. by, by maybe half. It was significant. They were shorter, yes, but... I dreaded getting on that elevator. I mean, I <laughs> I would rather have something going on while it loads, like the elevator, than just stare at an out. I'm going to say it does I mean, if, if e-readers were more prominent at the time Mass Effect 1 came out, you could have read a book... Again, and, probably. you know, during that elevator ride. A game that gets, so. yeah, it, that gets it, loading screens right is fucking XCOM. Yeah. Because you, yeah, it's, it's your ship flying XCOM. out, your ship coming back, that kind of thing. Or even your guys sitting in the ship and giving you the mission yeah. details, that's a loading screen. Yeah. Uh, the point I was trying to get at way before we got into all this was that now, after the whole Mass Effect trilogy is out, a lot of critics are looking back at one and saying that that's the best game because of how ambitious it was. That two dialed it back mm-hmm. too much... And that one was on the right track, and that they should have kept most so of the it. The thing one. I didn't like about three, other, other than this, three was fantastic. Yeah. Um, I didn't like the fact that they basically made it a third-person shooter. I mean, that's... because they they kind of did that with two. They started yeah, I mean, to do that with really two, it, but it three they did they, from two, and then they did that even more with three. Yeah. With adding the whole, hey, let me just play this as an action game. I this isn't an RPG. Well, I, I, understand I understand that they wanted to try to open it up to more people. I, know. I, I mean, I, get I think it. they were looking at the combat, like looking at the. I mean, there are two ways to look at combat. There's the strategic element, and there's the shooting, and they're seeing which one was the strong point. And there are, there's not a lot of strategy in that. It just doesn't lend itself well to a third-person shooter environment. The way the controls work, it's just hard to be strategic when you don't have like a view of the battlefield and you can't make really specific mm-hmm. instruction. I think that's why with 3 they focused more on what the game did well, which was the action part of it. I, I can kind of see it. And, and the action and aspect is really kind of, I don't want to say inconsequential, but it's more mm-hmm. just an in-between between get the, the, the big story, story benchmarks. Exactly. Yeah, it's more of an interactive story. So the action is just kind of like... Well, what, I, what I didn't like was they added that one difficulty that it was a straight up third person shooter you had no control oh, yeah, of yeah, yeah. what your character did 
what op, what lines of dialogue that was you, you didn't go through that was anything. Stupid. At, at the same it was a straight up third person shooter. At basically. the same time, that was all optional. It was. It so was. It was a difficulty you, setting, but I didn't. What difficulty and setting are you talking about? I forget what well, they, they called did, it. They, they did, did it was like action, action they did, or something yeah, like action that. Action Joe is looking at. I think is Joe is more of a purist, and that is almost like yes. saying, "Oh, so you're, you're you're new to games and you want to play Mass Effect? That's cool here." Well, no, they did do, and I didn't have a problem with the narrative one. Yeah. Because it just, I mean, it's re- it makes it makes the combat extremely easy for people who don't play games that want to go through all those lines of dialogue and they want the story. Right. I didn't like the fact that they did the one difficulty. I don't I don't like that difficulty well, that, that, fu- they, that bothers the shit out of me. I fucking hate that to be honest. I mean, the fact that somebody's like, "Oh, maybe someone should just play it for the story. Let's make the combat just a fucking steamroll yeah, for it and they can get to the like fuck you. It's a video game. Exactly. If you can't handle it, then fuck off and play something else." Like, well, the thing is, pussy. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry. They I don't know. I guess they wanted to open that part up to Cas- more casual gamers Fuck that wanted a good story. No, I don't like the Ugh, casual gaming moment. And that's the one, that was my biggest problem with the Wii, was they started this whole like casual gaming ball. market. And that was, was the downfall yeah. of the Wii, was because every... <laughs> no, the downfall of the Wii was that everybody bought the system only played Wii Sports. Sports and didn't buy any other games. And the games and they that they did buy... they kept shovelware. The games that they like did the buy was that shovelware. The only good, not the only, but for the most part, was the Nintendo. only good games were Nintendo first-party titles, which has been Nintendo's biggest problem with every one of their systems mm-hmm. for the most part. I mean, exactly. not not really like SNES, but you know everything else. Any from GameCube on, yeah. that was their big problem. GameCube yep. and Wii—that's their big problem. Is they they just haven't had that third-party support. And um, the, as the of only right now, the only company that really gives them that third-party support now is Ubisoft. Uh-huh. Um, which I mean, Ubisoft's bringing their their same games mm-hmm. to the Wii U, which is great if you don't already have an Xbox or a PS3. But if you're playing that, if you're like into Assassin's Creed and stuff, you already have an Xbox and a PS3, and you're gonna wait for you know the Durango to come out or the PS4. Um, to upgrade to a system, you're not going to go spend 350 right. bucks on a Wii U. I have one reserve. Because you're dumb, Jim. Well, I reserved it because I wasn't, I sure, if I was, I wasn't yeah. sure if I was going to get it because I, I got the premium one. For the Wii U, <laughs> if there were more than two games I wanted to play on it, I would buy it. it wasn't a game. I, for right now, the so, only two games that I want to play, one is Zombie U because that's, that's, I'm interested. I had to go from Mass Effect. I had that. that I had that game reserved since E3 because because it reserved Zombie U and Rayman Legends. Rayman Legends Ninja looks Gaiden, phenomenal. Ninja Gaiden 3 Razor's Edge. I have uh, reserved. No, no, Don't no. even. They, Ninja Gaiden 3 didn't do no. that well. Trust me. Yes, I know. Um, okay. They yeah. actually so go ahead, go ahead. Razor's Edge is a lot like Sigma, and Sigma 2 was for PS3. Yeah, but it took that game and. They added a lot to it, so they added so that arena mode that they did in Sigma Two yeah. is in Razor's Edge. You can actually play as a Yane, and she actually has her own chapters now that yeah, wasn't but, in but three. Three at the core of the game is awful, but they were supposed they're supposed to be improving the core of the game for the. This is what I'm going to say. Person. If you put perfume on shit, it's still, it's still shit. Smoke. Yeah, and that's exactly what they're trying to do with Ninja Gaiden Three. Perfume on. So I'll. So I, I'm, I, I'm sorry, but if it wasn't once, any different, once like Itagaki left Team Ninja, it hasn't been as good. Team Ninja's the exception of DOA Five. I, I, I would agree with DOA, but that's an understatement. DOA Five is good. Yeah, it's, it's, DOA Five or DOA has actually gotten up. better story-wise. Dimensions for 3DS, story, really? Story, 
great. Did you just say story wise? Yes. It actually like Dead or Alive Five story was fucking stupid. A lot better than all the other ones. It actually had a story, dude. They're all dumb. Exactly. Dead or Alive Five is just fucking stupid. That's the whole reason they're supposed to be dumb. I'm not. I'm not saying they're supposed to make sense, but you're not. You can't sit here and debate with me. Why are the Japanese so stupid? It's fucking good. It's better than the others. It's not because they're stupid. They do it on purpose to be funny. Their story in five actually makes sense. Like every day, none of their stories not Dead or Alive. I don't even think the story in five makes sense. It makes. So really I've played it so far makes a lot more sense, but I can see them going for a camp, but it doesn't seem like it's camp. It seems like it's just it's bad. Just, dimensions. Just, okay, the way that they did the, the story for dimensions because it was basically a, I kind of want to hear this. Go ahead. It was a it was basically took all four games, so <laughs> one through wrong. four, and basically that's what stories it was. Yeah. So it's like okay, this is the actual story from four. So it was focused around. Can you sum I think, up the story for me? Yeah, I don't yeah. remember. Okay, <laughs> it's been a while since I played. I haven't you played. You know why you don't remember it? it? Because it fucking sucks. You, yeah, you kind of just gave the point to Trevor though. All, all I'm Dimen- saying is, like I'm saying that dimensions and, actually. And I'm pretty sure dimensions I'm pretty was well sure done. If you go with the tournament canon. Fucking Zach won uh, Dead or Alive four, which is fucking stupid. No, and he didn't. I don't. So, know. and he no, also I played that, Dead or Alive so four. I think he did. He, uh, so he won him. one of them. He, he won no. two. So yeah, there, the thing, there the thing is, in, dumb. if you but, played, if you played Dimensions, it actually gives you the actual story. So who actually won one? Who actually won two? Who actually won three and four? But Joe, one it was Ayate. With Two, dimensions. I think, was Kasumi. Dimensions was on the three DS, and me, you, and like three other people the only played that play fucking it. game. That was a dumb idea. So, to put that on the 3D. Like, if, if they wanted to do something like that to, to get a reiteration of the story, mm-hmm. they should have released it on PS3. Having said this, no one really plays fighting games for the story. That's true. No, no. You may as well play Soul Calibur. I will say... Soul Calibur is a good, pretty good story. But. Soul Calibur and the new Mortal Kombat did a really good job yeah, with their story. Mode, I have that on Vita, and I've played it once, and I've only done the Let training. me rephrase that. Soul Calibur Five does not count. I didn't like Soul Calibur Five. <laughs> no, the story is a lot fucking awful in Five, But 4 I went. I was story. Going through, I think it was arcade or the story is Ezio, and I couldn't beat Nightmare. He just kept doing the same freaking move, and I couldn't do anything. Like he knocked me up in the air, hit me, hit me. I get down. It goes into the yeah. I I I'd be on the ground as before I even get a chance to get up. He'd knock me right back in the air. Are you playing as Ezio? I was playing as Ezio. Oh okay. And yeah, and I that's he just kept doing that same thing, and I couldn't do anything. We just gotta wait for him to. You sidestep it because he does that that attack where he goes like this. You sidestep that, and then you, that gives you a chance to. I haven't played it since then. <sighs> the gameplay is solid in the in it. But, I, uh, I did not like little... five. Four was the best one. Four. I, I actually bought, I bought five. Played through the story. Thought it was so fucking bad. And then the guard impact, as I was telling you when we we're just out to eat, that uh, that was actually a nice addition in four. The, guard? the the counter type thing that they well, did. The, the, oh, four. you mean like the the kill move? No, because they mean, added they added the counter. I, they probably called it the guard impact. I don't remember. What the they guard impact's it. been in it since since. Uh, I haven't. I don't remember. It's always been in it. Yeah. I don't remember. Um, in five, the difference was that the guard impact uh, took up half of your skill bar or your energy bar, whatever it was. So that it would basically have become a staple of the series, the guard impact was now relegated to, like, special move status, and it changed the, the whole flow of the action and everything. And then on top of that, the story was complete balls. Well, in the so. original one, um, Soul Edge, Soul Edge yeah. your weapons actually had health. 
So if you blocked, it took away from your weapon, mm-hmm. and then your weapons could basically. Oh wow! Only that's one that did it. Since I played, never um, done, it, done that. In. There's probably a good reason for that. Um, well, it it's added. Interesting concept, it added a lot. Yeah. It added some. Definitely added strategy to your fighting yeah, it encourages game because you got a, and, and, and and a weapons-based play. fighter. If you guard too much, you're gonna lose your. The idea of a fighting game is that you're supposed to be the aggressor, and so it really discourages being a fucking turtle, basically. See, in, in DOA, I used to be able to just win off counters. I they, I never clicked with DOA. It, it just doesn't. Do it, it, it was me. my favorite. I, I always I, like I, DOA gameplay wise, but Smash Brothers and are, Soul Calibur were did it for me. The and story in Dead or Alive is just bullshit. But see, back in the day, Shinobi Street, Street Fighter, yeah. Street Fighter, and DOA yeah. are both yeah. completely fucking. I, I really wish they're they, opposite ends of the spectrum. I really wish they they're back on the same end things. of the spectrum in terms of story and how absurd oh, it is. Yeah. But DOA is dumb, and D- and Street Fighter is campy, but you can like it still. Like Blanca is a fucking crazy ape man. He's green and he, he's electrocuted, and I'm cool with that. Speaking of awesome. Freaking yeah, I'll just can't fighting decide. game franchise. Guess what they're finally bringing back? Uh, Killer Instinct? Darkstalkers. Oh, okay, okay. I did not hear that they're going to bring back Killer yes. Instinct at some point. I don't know. I no, really wish they rumor. would. I okay. wish they would. Microsoft re re got the trademark for it yeah. because they own Rare, but mm-hmm. I think it's more just the protection of the trademark than them I, actually working on I just game. wish they... Because Rare's too busy working on... Connect games. Like, Connect games and Avatar shit. I, so, I really wish they would at the Which very is unfortunate least, because Rare has made some really good games. I mean, don't get me wrong, though. They're Connect games and Viva Pinata well, yeah, they're I mean, really good yeah, games. Yeah, they're good games. They're but, well-made games. But, like, I would love to see, like, something else from them. It's yeah. a shame, yeah. you know, it's a shame Rare didn't stick with Nintendo. And... <laughs> Honestly, I don't Enhance. think. Well, I don't think I would, Nintendo would have used them be doing, because look uh, what Nintendo did, especially with the Wii. Look, look I think at it, they look would, at what the, the games yeah. that they Nintendo did more, with Monolith yeah. Soft. The, the more their more successful stuff is more geared toward a younger audience. So I think that they would have been much more at home on the Wii and had more success. And then, so like Bang, Banjo Kazooie Nuts and Bolts, that would have been yeah. way, way better. It would have sold better. better it would have sold better on the Wii. It, yes, it, I mean it was a great game, but it would have sold yeah. better on the Wii. Even like, like Grab by Ghoulies, that Viva Pinata, those are all games that would have been better more mm-hmm. at home in the Wii. Well, yeah. Cameo, yeah. but at the same time, cameo, it started it was, out it as a game. I mean, it started out as a GameCube game because yeah. that's back whenever Rare, Rare actually worked for. If you look at the back of my GameCube box, it has a picture of it on there. Yep. And then it went from it went from GameCube to Xbox to 360. Yeah. I never, but, I never um, actually beat that game. Can't I don't know. I don't think Nintendo. I don't think Nintendo would have utilized Rare though. Um, I, I think that Rare would have been because, more successful. See, the on thing though Nintendo is, systems, look at what Nintendo did with Monolith Soft. Absolutely nothing. With Monolith, did Monolith? Nintendo bought Monolith forever ago, which oh. is the same people who did Xenosaga. That's who made Xenosaga. Oh, okay. They did nothing with them. They made some. I think they made one. Some. Evidently, terrible disaster game that only came out in Japan, and then Xenoblade Chronicles, and that's it. Is it that game where it's like a, a, a disaster, literally? And yeah. you're like, okay. yeah, there's a lot disaster of those that report. came out. There's a lot of them that came out in Japan. No, it wasn't. Disaster. I know it, it was wasn't that one. one but Japanese, a weird fucking. It's something game. similar. Basically. Yeah, it was that type of game. Yeah, but it was but only they, came, like it only came out in Japan. Like, Supposedly, like wasn't that good. And you're walking around in the city. But other other than that, they did. Xenoblade Chronicles. That's it. Two games. That's wait. Is since that the one that just came out them. recently? Yes. Yeah. That, that was supposed finally to be fucking came, fantastic. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. But the fact that Nintendo hasn't maybe they're they haven't on that come game out the with more time. games. Did they? Did they do Bat and Kaitos? No, that was somebody else. I think so. Yes. Or did yeah, they? Yeah, I yes. thought so. Those games yes. were good. 
Those games are really I think they only did the, I think they only did the first one. The first one? Well, actually, I've only played the first one, but the first oh, one I liked a lot. Yes, that was on GameCube. What was yes. the name of that? This is completely off topic and not relevant, but that, that card RPG on, on the... Uh, might have been on the N64 or on the game. It was on the GameCube. Back in Not that one. It was something. It was on the N64, I think. You played as a girl. Lost Kingdom. Lost Kingdom. I have cool. Lost Kingdom two on GameCube. Okay, that's what I'm thinking of. I never, I never played it. I just remember seeing it. I don't, wanting to. I remember starting it. I heard it wasn't that, that great. It wasn't bad if I remember correctly. But like I said, that was, was slim picking. You know, I probably played it. In, I think last time I probably played that was in college. But <sighs> I was used to use the main enemy in Baton Kaitos as an insult. I would just call people Jackamo. Because <laughs> that was his name. Jackamo. I don't know why. Confessions but, with Trevor. Yeah, Rose. I mean, it just it kind of works. But here's a couple tidbits for you guys. So uh, if you like Xbox original games and you want to go, go old school, like I'm about to do tomorrow, I just found out that Jade Empire, if anyone like Jade Empire, this is a good game. Is 800 points on mm-hmm. Xbox Live. See, I, I have it on my like Xbox. Jade Empire. You didn't you like what? Jade Empire? No. You didn't like it at I all? I thought it was all right. I, the problem was, hang on, the combat go. was just bad. No, the combat was broken. Because yeah. basically, it was, it was like, was all, you, it was all you did broken, was jump the, over people, hit them, jump over them again. Exactly. Them, like, no, it was broken to the point where you could that just That was like the punch, only Bioware jump, game punch, in recent years, other than like the Old Republic, that I have that I never finished. because I actually did finish it. It was... I played it multiple times. I was times. just disappointed with that game. It's it. I just love Knights of the Old Republic so much. The see, I didn't get into Knights of the Old Republic. It you was the combat. Talking to me. The, the combat story I, was so good. I couldn't get no problems with sword. I just couldn't get into the combat. It, uh, did I, you play uh, Dragon Age Origins? Yeah, like on three sixty. Yes, and I don't have the same, the same thing. Go back and play Kotor now. If I go back and play Kotor now, then yes, I probably won't have any problems right. because of Origins. Do you know how but, co- the co- the story of Kotor? Do you know how it ends? I was just I don't didn't remember. No one yeah, because if that anything. hasn't been ruined, for you, you need to go back and play it. Think so. Now guess what? If it was, I don't remember. So you now guess go what? Back and play you it. can buy Kotor one and two for the PC. It's twenty bucks. Yeah. I did it. Kotor 1 and 2 on PC is always on sale on Steam. If you do if you like Dragon Age and you remotely like Star Wars, you have to play. Oh, I love Star Wars. Wars. And I actually I didn't think I was going to like Dragon Age. The only reason why I bought Dragon Age was for the Mass Effect 2 armor. Then Um, that's the whole reason why I bought it, and then I really got into it. I wish somebody would play fucking Baldur's Gate. Until I hit that glitch. I hit that I hit a glitch. I'll play more when the enhanced edition comes out. Um say that again. The Baldur's Gate Enhanced Edition comes out at the end of November. Yes, because it's pretty So sad. that's one. I, I hit a glitch in Dragon Age that prevented uh, me from continuing the story. I hate it more. And I was, over 40, I was over 40 hours in Dragon Age Origins, go, whatever go that back, happened. Go back and play it. I have to completely. Kotor. I have to completely start a new game for, I'm about Kotor. for Origins. I'm talking about Kotor. I need, yeah. to, I need to hook my Xbox up. Put it on PC. Put it on PC. Get it, get it, dog, get it. Okay, so. Oh, evidently, um, Monolith Soft co-developed the second Bots and Kytos with Triangle Shadow. Oh, okay. not the first? They completely yeah, they developed... Yeah, they actually, did. no, they co-developed the first one as well. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Actually, yeah, the first one and the second one, Origins was the second one. Yeah. Um, it was a both one. of them were co-developed by Monolith Soft and Tri-Crescendo. Um, but... Since Nintendo bought them, they came out with Origins, Botan Kaitos Origins in 06, which was published by Nintendo. 
Uh, Soma Bringer in 08 for the DS, which I'm pretty sure was a Japanese yeah, game. Yeah, I was going to say that. Ever didn't come out hearing about that. They're coming out with an untitled 3DS game, so they're working on a 3DS game. It'll probably only be released in Japan more than likely. Probably. Um, an untitled Wii U game they're working on. Which will probably, probably only, only be, be in Japan. released in Japan. And then Disaster Day of Crisis 08, which was only in Japan on it's the Wii. It's like a genre. And Xenoblade Chronicles for the Wii. So only one of those has been has come to the States for the Wii. And between all those Nintendo games, only two of them were Can we States. just say how fucking retarded it is that Nintendo would look you, at a game like Xenoblade? Right. We'll look at a game like Xenoblade Chronicles and be like, you know what? I don't think they need this in the States. But that was published by Nintendo Bandai. That was back whenever they owned Monolith But Xenoblade Chronicles is a game that would bring back those hardcore gamers to a system like the Wii. But the fact that it comes out like right as the Wii's dead. That's the thing. It's the same same exact thing with Last Story. If they would have brought those both of those games over... At back the whenever they came, they came out in Japan, Japan that shows or you how even much... back whenever they came out in Europe, yeah, it been fine. That shows anybody, you how much anybody who is hardcore into Japanese RPGs probably jumped ship from Nintendo to a PlayStation Three right. to play those games. To at least play well, those games weren't on, but to play those uh, JRPGs, yeah, right, yeah. Because but to, even if even they then, games for that genre. The only mm-hmm. games really for PS3 that are JRPGs that have been coming out were NIS games. Yeah, yeah, and. Earlier on in the 360's life cycle, they had more JRPGs than PS3 did. Yeah, you're right. That just shows how much Nintendo has changed as a company that they could look at a game like Xenoblade Chronicles. I mean, the they problem, they, they the did problem come a long Nintendo- way from playing cards, and I remember that. Yeah, the but problem they, with Nintendo right now is from the fact time, that they're focusing way too much on the casual markets. Yeah, that's that's their focus. Well, and, 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 and you know, and what? that's at, why at the end of the day, your hardcore gamers are from, going from away what from what Nintendo. I've, from what I've heard financially. Every every bit of money that they made selling Wii's all got sucked up in developing the Wii U. Yeah. So basically, they're starting from scratch and they're selling the Wii U at, at a loss, so which is the first time so, for Nintendo in how long? Yeah. So when the Wii U fails, they're going to be fucked, the Wii U is and Nintendo going is going to become Sega. Yep. They're going to do software only. But Nintendo said they're not Microsoft going to. And Sony. But Nintendo has said multiple times that they are not. They're never going to do a software only. Well, then if they Nintendo don't make so, if they die. don't make consoles, then that's it. They're not going to do anything. I, mean, I could see them continue handhelds. Yeah, they'll probably continue handhelds because right now, because yeah, I mean, their handhelds is probably holding that company. I think up that that's, especially in Japan. Especially, I don't think especially that's gonna, in Japan they're going to go software. I don't think that they're not going to. They're probably going to do a software handheld. They're, they're going to. That's like, what Microsoft they say they're not going. To, that's what that's what Nintendo's been saying. They basically say that to reassure everybody, like, hey, we're no, we're not yeah. going to do that. But you know what? If it gets tough and the Wii U fails. If they want to well, stay, if you, they if they want that company to stay as a company in profit, they're going to have to do what Sega did and become software only and make games for Microsoft and make games for Sony. When it comes down to it, Bill Gates has deep pockets, and if he sees a chance to get make Zelda a part of the Xbox, oh, I, yeah. I could oh, and I could definitely have lot. seen. And I mean, I, I remember hearing tell, those rumors yes, way back in you know Xbox and GameCube. You yeah, Microsoft and Nintendo were going to partner for their next generation system. That would have been awesome. Hey, you got that. Backyard dash car. Why don't they make Mario for Xbox? Nintendo makes Mario. I remember when I. <laughs> no, 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 no. Why don't you guys make that Mario for Xbox? I remember when I worked at Toys R Us, you know, they had those customer servers and everything. I remember looking at the results of one of them and we got a bad review because we did not have Mario for PlayStation 2. 
Sounds about right. Thanks, America. Yep. Uh, well, now that we've, you know, had oh. our huge-ass discussion oh, on Japanese our, our games. Round, round Did you see what Nintendo's doing for their voice chat for the Wii U? Yes, we talked about that last week. Okay. Actually, yeah, it's yeah, it's really bad. Yeah. Anyway. Well, let's, let's go around the table. How long is it going to take for the Wii U to fail? Funny how I didn't say, is it going to? It's how long is it going to take? I'm it's even... not going to fail until after Durango and Orbis come out. Yeah. I would I would agree. The, the first run's going to sell out. It's a oh, new system. Exactly. Like you have those hardcore Nintendo fanboys who are going to buy the Wii U. I don't think it's so, going to be like the Wii. I don't I yeah, agree with that. It's not going to be like I the agree Wii. with that because they're not going to get that extra market. They're not they're, they're going to get the hardcore gamers and then probably whenever they they're starting to up production like say I don't know 6 months mm-hmm. then it's the sales are going to decline. Because you're not going to see anything different uh, from what you're seeing on Xbox and PlayStation. It's going to be hardcore gamers and rich people. Right. And also, another thing, two other things. Unlike when the Wii came out, most of the people bought it up only because, if you remember, it was the cheapest system that was out. It came out at 250 It was, it was the cheapest It was system. the cheapest and it was something completely different. new and completely different. New. It was I different. And, and it was easy for like anybody to pick up and play. Exactly. It was all word of mouth. It was all I was like, say, the, oh man, yeah. this guy got the Wii, and then like people go over and play like Wii tennis and like Wii, bowling. you know, bowling. Everybody's and stuff, grandma and like, wanted to play it, right? right. And that's I, that, why the that, Wii sold. You know, the Wii actually got my little cousins into gaming because they played it at my place over Thanksgiving, and um, that's what. Got them in the gaming, and then after that, they they, they they got the Wii that Christmas, and then they ended up getting DSs later on and stuff like that. So, and my second point, it's not going to happen until about six to eight months later. Mm. Unfortunately for GameStop, there won't be able to take them more in trades unless GameStop changes something. The Wii U? No, not the Wii. Yeah, won't be able to take the Wii U in trade. I oh, wow. Remember how we how we take systems on in trade? We have to test it. Mm-hmm. We use testers, but guess what? Our testers only have AV cords. Oh, because it's the not, Wii U uh, is only coming out with HDMI cords. It has component capability, though, doesn't it? Yes, but it's not going to come with it. It's I guess you can, HD- have, you can have one there, like just to use. It, so. No, you have to test it with their items. That yeah. when when you bring it in, they have to have everything that came with new. They'll probably give you testers that have HDMI cords. Uh, I so. doubt it. Probably. Would have it's to. between not taking the use and, and, and giving every store in the company. But at the same time, you can also it. test it with the controller. How are you going to plug it in? He means that this, the controller has a screen, I'm guessing? Is the controller has a screen. Yeah, have the controller has a screen. I have one. Because don't forget, that's one of the big things with the Wii U is the fact that you can play your game on the screen and not have to use your Completely. TV. You can play completely, completely on that screen. Yes. Really? Not all games. Not all, not all games. games but no. most, but most yes. You'll see it. Because that's, that's, that's one of the You're not able to draws. test the complete capabilities. Though. Right. No. And, and that, 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 that's a problem yeah. um, for sure. As soon as people find that out. Especially especially for people looking for a cheaper one. Right. Um, and I'm sure they're going to have a lot of people trying to trade those in. Yep. Yeah. Because it's because there's not going to be any games. Like, I'm like... Bayonetta 2. I do have reserve, but again, that's going to take forever to come out. Bayonetta 2 is going to be a good game. Bayonetta exactly. 2, no one's going to buy it. Exactly. Which, why Why would they have released it on the Wii U? Because, because, because it would Nintendo not have been released. Publishing. Well, the thing is... Because Sega would, wasn't going to release exactly. it, they canceled and then Nintendo it, and Nintendo picked up okay. the publishing. Yeah, so the game was um, not going to get released, and you know, Nintendo actually stepped in and 
was like, but we while, want this game. While I know Bayonetta 2 is going to be a great game, mm-hmm. unfortunately, it's not going to sell. Nobody's going to buy it. And that's not what, like, yeah. and those hardcore people that buy Wii's at launch are the people that are going to buy Bayonetta 2. It's not going to sell new They're systems. They're not the people that are going to keep uh, that system alive. Right. And mm-hmm. when Nintendo's biggest title that they've, like, really announced, because I'm not even counting really new Super Mario Brothers U, because, mm-hmm. I mean, it's the same goddamn thing. Yep. And everybody expects a Mario game to be out for it. I'm talking about Pikmin 3. Really. Like, Pikmin 3 is going to be a great game. It's going to be... I never liked it. I never got into I, I mean, I never series. played it. I never, I never liked played it. it. I, liked I, liked it. I never but, like, got into it. But I think I would enjoy Pikmin, mm-hmm. but at the same time, Pikmin is not going to sell systems. Like, no one is neither, going to buy not Pikmin. Like, neither not like Assassin's Creed 3 on the way. No. If you're if you're gonna play Assassin's Creed, no, you're gonna play it on a PS3 or an Xbox. The problem with the Wii U is Nintendo is half-heartedly pursuing every possible. They're half. They're half-heartedly doing their online. If they were going to, if they were gonna sell their system at a loss, they might as well have went all out. And tried to do it right. That's what I mean. They're half-heartedly courting the casual market because there are no great casual games. They're they're coming up to par with the current systems that are out there. And that's not where you need to be. Because it basically keeps them behind again. But even... But online functionality... Oh, it looks like a fucking mess. They're not... That's what I'm saying. They're half-assing every every part of the play. A lot of... Like, they, they... announced a lot of cool online features and stuff, but then they're like, eh, those aren't going to be available at launch. We'll just, like, kind of add those in later. And, and like, the whole voice chat thing and... Yeah, the and voice chat thing wasn't very good. It was a goddamn mess. Reggie, fix this. Just, just fucking karate chop some fucking Awada and be like, I'm Reggie, bitch. Let's do this. I still wear that. T- I still wear that shirt. People you don't want to be <laughs> Reggie. Reggie Fizanis will be one of them. Mm-hmm. Like I, to pre- I, I don't. I don't envy his job right now. No. Where were you when Nintendo burned? Oh, I was president in North America. <laughs> yeah, that's probably. Uh, so Reggie, I, I would. I would look for any executive openings at Sony or Microsoft. <laughs> Just uh, do if do you want to stay in video games, or you know. Like Activision or EA or something. I <laughs> just uh, it is shock, is, I, just, I can shift. see I can see Microsoft picking him up. I can see that too. happening. <laughs> it's Sony. To me I don't know, but Microsoft I could see. How just how inept Nintendo seems. Every like literally with every see, console. The problem with Nintendo is they just the problem with they're Nintendo, not embracing their online and right. online is huge nowadays the problem with Nintendo is not for Nintendo I, I don't want I this mean, to sound well, like a slight in general but unfortunately they're a primarily Japanese company mm-hmm. and as a Japanese company as far as online functionality and that in their game system because even Sony lacks to an extent <laughs> not as much as like Nintendo <laughs> but but being Japanese companies they just don't have that like, with Microsoft, they've been, like, they are the fucking internet. They've been there since the beginning, so they know what they're doing as far as internet and online functionality. Mm-hmm. And, like, Nintendo is, like, way, way far behind the times. I mean, they're... Having said that, Nintendo doesn't need the internet to succeed. You look at the Wii, and it never had a strong well, online component to it, and it's still... I think this next generation, generation It wouldn't hurt do. to have it, don't get me at wrong. At the end they of the day, I think the Wii failed. It, it did, did. But it did, but not because of a lack of of, of online. It was because no. of a lack of games. No, but the, the lack of online. It didn't help. Yeah, it but I'm, not, I'm saying that it, Nintendo but. doesn't need online. They just need better games. Yes, yeah. because most people who have a Wii. It's that casual audience who, if it has internet, oh, it's cool. It has the internet too, but they don't need online. They just want their Wii bowling, and they want you know, shit like that. And then the Nintendo games, but like that, the that is Mario's. the problem too. 
is that they just people don't only play Wii Bowling and they never buy any other games. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's that so too. If, but if you can get if you can get the the same experiences that you could get on the Xbox or the PlayStation Three with a Wii, then more people would have a Wii. I mean, that's all there is to it, right? Yeah. If exactly, and people would overlook the whole graphical thing. Mm-hmm. If they actually had better games and better motion control games, yeah, like and, uh, and the fact that like they came out with Motion Plus two years after the Wii came out, that's, I mean, that's they basically came out like with hey, the, they they came out with the Wii Motion Plus too late because yes, when they came out with that is when Sony came out with the PlayStation Move. And Microsoft came out with the Kinect. Well Motion either. Plus is a fucking joke. Like, try explaining also, to somebody, what, yeah, like her grandma, did, why she needs that. Like, good thing you guys did mention that Motion Plus for those who are listening. If you do have a Wii and you want to keep it or whatever, just put in your attic, and you want to use your controllers with the Wii U, you can, Motion Plus. but it does have to have that Motion Plus. Okay. That makes sense to me, because I mean, most, most big deal Wii if you, so if you, so you can't forget, though, they're using the Wii controllers as Wii U controllers, and I don't like that. So all of your multiplayer, your subsequent players that aren't player one, yeah. use Wii controllers. Player one's the only one that uses the tablet or the 360 controller yeah, for like same because that's, honestly let's face it same their pro controller is a 360 yeah, controller uh-huh. but with different button placement Nintendo's screwing up in a lot of ways like a shocking amount of ways like, it seems like they just don't know what they're doing like they told they basically gave a shovel to Reggie and was like start digging this is bullshit. and then he's yeah. still digging and it's <laughs> the Wii the Wii succeeded all by being this new exciting game yeah, that everybody wanted and the Wii thing is the Wii and I'm sorry the Wii U lacks that like the like, tablet just doesn't sell it I yeah. don't think and I mean because you gotta I mean, think because it's only gonna I think, support two but it, right now it's not even gonna support a second one I yeah. think what killed them with the tablet was Microsoft announcing Smart Glass, yep. which yeah. is the same exact thing, and you can get with, it on any with device. Your, with yeah. your own tablet or your own, own smartphone. smartphone. Even and they're, they're the smartphones hey. you have now, because I, I have smart I have a Windows yeah. phone. What, what is this right here? Yeah. Windows Glass. 8, Smart Glass. That's not going to hurt Nintendo. The Nintendo's- no, but... But the fact that you could get that second screen experience that Nintendo was, you know, going to do, going to, to do, yeah. and yeah. the fact that you don't have to spend any extra money if you already have a smartphone or a tablet, yeah. basically makes the Wii U's biggest selling point. Oh, no, it know. takes the wind out of out of the sails of a ship Not that should absolutely. never have set sail in the first right. place. Right, and that's the same. Never and, been and when, when they announced this at E3, and Nintendo has no games to show for it, it, you know, I think even Nintendo has to know. On some level, that this isn't pretty go sure well. they know. They they will never tell you they know. Which they were in an awkward position because they they I mean they're not going to compete with the big guys on that same level. So they basically had to try to find out some way to make, take the Wii a step further. Now to me, taking the Wii a step further, it could be just releasing essentially the same thing but with good games because that was the Wii's biggest problem was that it had a lot of shitty shitty games and eventually people yeah. just became distant. Finding the good games was harder hard. with the Wii. Uh, the, you had to granted, go, you had to go treasure hunting to find the good Wii. Games. That's always that been the mantra with Nintendo. That weren't Nintendo games. Right. With N64, with GameCube, and what came after GameCube? Oh, the Wii, yeah. Um, every system, 
has that. You know, some great games you really got to dig to get them though. But with the Wii, wasn't as hard. I don't think. No, it, 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 it was. It was still more so than the PlayStation. I would say more so than the PlayStation. Probably yes. Mm-hmm. But that was when it started. Not was, nearly. Not nearly yeah, as bad as the GameCube. Or definitely, it was like a, maybe a, a ten to one with the sixty-four, and it was like a thirty to one with the GameCube, and then it was. Like, I, I remember when I had my sixty-four. Yeah, and that right. was just because companies were embracing the CD because it can hold more right. data. Yeah. yeah. As opposed to so the, cart- the cartridge where they had to make sure that everything was damn near flawless before the, they put yeah. it out. Well, CD as well. Oh, CD as well. Back but then, And yeah. that's, well, and that's honestly, stuff, that's yeah. actually one thing I miss about the pre-online um, the pre-online generations is because when developers made their games if it had bugs, they pushed it back. Mm-hmm. They didn't release it until it was done. Yeah. Right. Nowadays, now they, can they hit that release date. If it has bugs, patch. if it's broken, they release it anyway. They just fix it in patches. I mean, how many games this year had a day one patch? Damn near all of them. Uh, every, heavy almost heavy every rain. PlayStation year. three, five hundred and twelve meg day one patch. Well, Metal Honor Warfighter didn't get released to the press till the day it launched on Tuesday because they wanted the press to have the day one patch because it fixed a lot of issues. Because with the way Microsoft does certification, they, they can you can pay to have it get pushed through anyway, even if it's not completely certified, as long as you promise that there's going to be a day one patch to fix the issues. Which I don't necessarily agree with. No, I don't um, agree with that either. Something tells me they just didn't want to. They, they wanted the end to come out before the press could get their hands on it, and that was just an excuse. Because mm-hmm. the game got like fifty, 50 on Metacritic yeah. or something. Did it? I haven't seen anything on Warfighter. So, other than your tweets about playing Warfighter, it. I didn't think it was as bad as what a lot of other people thought, but it's not a great game. It's not gonna so, it's not gonna change your mind on modern world. How games. was how was the multiplayer? Because the multiplayer was done by dice, much like the last no, Battle of Honor. It wasn't it, it wasn't was done by dice. So it's it's a, that's the whole reason no, why they were the doing the uh, Battlefield dice, 4. But yeah, the only thing dice did was the Frostbite engine. Really? Yes. Which I mean the game looks fucking great, but the the multiplayer a lot of other people have had different experience than I, than I had with the multiplayer because I've talked to other people who said that the multiplayer was very buggy for them. It wasn't buggy for me at all, but at the same time, it's all the same stuff um, that you got from from everything else. Like, like I'll just go through the modes here. Like you have you had the home run, which was like the home run mode was a was actually kind of a mess. Are you saying home run or home run? Home run mode. Are, are we playing baseball now? It it was basically capture the flag. It kind of. It, there was there's a attacker and a defender. Okay. You go to the flag. Um, there's two different flags on the map. So if they capture the flag, that side wins. But you could. It's also one death and you're dead for good. So you either so eliminate like, the other side. Or they capture the flag. It's CTF so it's like a capture yeah. the flag um, elimination. It's kind of like a Counter Strike version of capture the flag. What, what, yeah, what's that of. goddamn name? Which like, I, I liked the premise for it, and I didn't um, search and destroy. destroy. Yeah. I, I didn't like think. A, I didn't think. I, I I thought with every round that it was all would always end with a team getting just 
eliminated. Yeah. Right. But it actually didn't. It ended up a lot of times where a team would capture the flag, too. See, now that... So it, it actually worked out. But the scoring system in it, I have no fucking idea how how it worked. Like, like I like, it wasn't just me. I was talking to other people in the chat while playing that game, and they had no fucking clue how the scoring system. Because like, it would go like you would win a round, and then you'd be up fifteen points, and then like two rounds later, if you lost two in a row, you'd be at like negative fifteen. I don't know how the fuck that worked. At I all. think in a roundabout way, people are going to be more concerned with this game single player than the multiplayer. Because I don't think anybody expected to pick up Medal of Honor and to really think it was going to be a, a, a long term substitute for Call of Duty or anything. Yeah, but I mean, like I hate Call the of other multiplayer. Player modes are like the same as like every other game. I don't yeah. know why people think I mean, it's a long term replacement for Call of Duty when in two more weeks. Call of Duty. Duty. Oh, that's, yeah. comes that's what I mean. I don't think anybody's if buying you're gonna buy a war game, they're not buying buy it to Call replace Duty. Call of Duty. Anybody like, I haven't played it. Call of Duty yet, obviously, but yeah. it's gonna be fucking better. That's what I'm saying. Most people who are gonna play this are probably just playing it for the campaign for something to play for okay. a week. I see so. what you're saying. Yeah, because with Call of Duty coming out, why would they be playing Metal of Honor multiplayer? That's I, I hate Call of Duty so bad. Look, it could, but I mean, the campaign's not long. Yeah. Maybe one of those. Like I, I actually don't like Call of Duty. There were certain parts in the campaign that I didn't enjoy, but overall, the campaign's not bad. Like I, I liked the, it. Definitely got way better towards the end. Mm-hmm. I mean, like halfway through the game, I didn't know what the fuck was going on story wise. What the fuck which, is this? Is this tier one? Like everywhere I looked, it's it's you're a it's, tier one operator. Like it's. What? It's, it's an they, actual they, like it's an actual name for like rangers and stuff like that. They're, they're, yeah. It's like the, the first they're, bracket, they're, they're like the elite group. They're called tier one. Yeah. Oh, so tier one's the top. Yeah. Okay. Right. Makes sense. It's the it it works. It works towards the end. Like it, the campaign gets better as it goes for sure. Um, but it's I mean it's 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 a functional game and the game. I thought the gameplay was a lot of fun. I think I think anybody who looks at it can see that it's just a, a lame Call of Duty clone right, it's, with, it's, uh, with the dice engine. That, yeah, it's not going to do anything. Not going to break any. It's a mediocre game. It's, it's not, not going to break any bones. Yeah, you you know can kill a weekend you know with be, it, but it's you know it's going to be a yeah. lame Call of Duty gl- lame Call, Call of Duty, Duty clo- clone Call of Duty Black Ops Two. <laughs> I see a Call of Duty for me. I mean, as much as I hate the people who play it. They're they're good games. I hate people who play it more you, than I hate Call of Duty. But they're, they're I don't good, know, man. But I hate Call of Duty. Like, Modern Warfare Three, like the only mode I liked was the co op stuff. Survival. Yeah, survival. Oh my goodness! Now no, the people will shit all over Call of Duty, and I think Call of Duty deserves it for being non inventive clone every year. year. Yeah, it's copy and but paste. But the core of that experience, there aren't a lot of shooters that can hold a candle to just how fine tuned Call of Duty is. So the aiming. The just the the fucking just the, the oh, no, feel. I think of it. I think, it's I so think Battlefield Three was better. But, so it, but they're very different. Battlefield is more of like it's the a realistic large and map. That will be the other reason why people are buying Medal of Honor now because they get that beta beta for Battlefield Four. Yeah, that's a bad sign for a game when a selling point is a demo for a different. Well, if game. you remember Crackdown, that was the selling point for the original Crackdown, but people bought it specifically for the Halo Three beta. Yeah. And, and then like, some people liked it, some people didn't. It and then people ended up liking it. So I mean, it, it was. I mean, there are people who like didn't because they just don't like that style of gameplay. Yeah. But a lot of people that only bought it for the beta ended up playing it and actually really liking it and getting the second one when it came out. So, Crackdown felt to me kind of like half cooked, kind of like half thought out, and I think it was obviously a vehicle to get that beta out and to make money off the beta. See, I never but actually, I never actually played Crackdown because that's I just don't like this. I don't it's, like it's good Grand guy Theft Auto games. I don't but, like this I mean, type of games. It's good guy Grand Theft Auto. I probably, yeah. I probably like Crackdown better because it is. 
I mean, you're playing as the cop instead of like the moral the gangster, side of it, right? But the whole superhuman part of it didn't appeal to you. No, I'm saying I would probably have liked that. Oh, okay, you can throw cars, yeah. Yeah, I, there's like, a lot of that's jumping. Probably, like I probably like Crackdown, Crackdown Two, for those two reasons. Right. But I just, I just don't like those open world sandbox games. Do anything. Give me a story. Tell me what to do in that story, yeah. so I can follow it and have a good experience. And just did you not play it, L.A. War? I didn't get into L.A. War. I oh, I really enjoyed my Noir. so my main problem with L.A. War was the whole also known save as Lenore to Lenore. You got that Lenoir? Go ahead. Whereas we, we we would just call it Lenoir <laughs> or the Black. <laughs> the Black. <laughs> From the studio that brought you GTA IV. Yes. Lenore. You know what? Um, so out in Uniontown, whenever somebody would go asking for that GTA IV, they'd be like, you have to go to the hospital for an IV. They're like, we don't carry those. But to um, the point I was making, Call of Duty is it's good. I mean, it's rehashed. But there, see, if you compare any other shooter in that style directly against it, it they're not as good. Mm-hmm. Just the, the sheer the because act of the thing of is they're, they're trying to clone Call of Duty, mm-hmm. and Call of Duty is just a clone of itself. They don't but try. Notice how nobody can properly clone it because it's just, they know what they're doing with it. That's why they know they can release it's because it they do the year. same exact thing every exactly. year. What they need to do, they need somebody to, else needs to make a better they, game. They, they yeah. need to. Someone needs to make a better game, or they need to innovate. They need to take exactly, exactly Call, what of, Duty is if Call of Duty would actually you know what? innovate At or the same do time, something. They don't have to. That's the thing. I was about to say that they don't. As long as that game keeps. Selling better Case and better point. every year. They don't have to. Case in point, Madden. It is. It is Madden. It, it is. It, it is the yeah. first person shooter of Madden. Yeah. The only difference is. In fact, a lot of the same crowd plays it. Exactly. No. The the only difference is Madden is an exclusive because EA went out and bought it specifically because. ESPN 2K5. See, that doesn't... I mean, that's just smart business. It doesn't really bother me as much as it bothers other people because that they're not making that game for me. It's for the Madden guys who want to, who do want to play the same game every but year. But at the same time, tweaks. because Madden was declining, <laughs> they actually did Be, something see, to make it better, like this year. Yeah, yes. Call of Duty is... And, 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 and I'll finally give EA props for that because they actually went out and they changed their engine. They... Add, actually they, added yeah, stuff more than just minor roster updates basically yeah. it's I, about it, the it took it took them a long time to get there I, but the fact that they got there is a good thing but but here's the thing if madden keeps selling better and better every year they're not going to have if, as if much madden, if madden incentive to innovate if ea would have never bought the exclusive rights to the nfl madden would be 100 times better today than it is they now would, they would have because they would because have competition of, to because of the ESPN series. Yeah, because ESPN two yeah. K, ESPN two K five is the best football it's game. It's still considered the best. Football game ever it made. is. It's considered the best football game made, mm-hmm. hands down. And there's probably still people out there that still play two K five because it was that good of a game. Yeah, and the, fact, and the that, fact that the two K was crazy and put and it out, put it out for, for twenty bucks. bucks when Madden was selling for fifty. Yeah, and Madden dropped their EA dropped the price of Madden to thirty bucks within like two weeks. Yeah, because they had to exactly because you know? people were buying. They're like, oh, it's football. It doesn't matter. Twenty bucks, fifty bucks. Mm, let me see. I'm gonna go with which they got the better one. game for exactly. The they value. got the better game <laughs> for the better value. I bought two K five that year because it was twenty bucks. Because I I bought NFL Fever 04, which was I liked, 
I, I liked what they did in Fever 04. I liked how they did the passing system, where it was a two-button passing system. Back mm-hmm. when Microsoft made sports yep. games. And uh, you know the only reason why they stopped <laughs> making sports games? That was it was EA, because of right? EA. Yeah. It was because EA would not go on Xbox Live until, until Microsoft canceled Microsoft their XSN lineup. EA is the reason that the XSN lineup went kaput after a single year, I mean, which is terrible because Rally Sport Challenge Two was a freaking amazing game, great game. I really like Links. EA just Links, amazing yeah. golf game, best golf game. That's like the last golf game I ever played. The only reason I hate but the whole Madden Call of Duty effect is the, the the fact that it doesn't stop there. That you could you could argue that the dialing back of a game like Mass Effect Two could be in direct relation to the fact that so many millions of people, millions of casual people play Call of Duty mm-hmm. and they're trying to pull from that. Yeah. So it has yeah. overreaching effects the, like that. I so the the one thing I, I liked about Mass Effect three, I like that they were able to add multiplayer without taking away from a single player. Yeah, yeah. I agree with no, that. Yeah, because I it was, yeah. it wasn't like they added it because they're like, we have to add multiplayer so people will buy this game. It added to the single player. It actually did because of the whole promoting your characters for multiplayer and getting you war assets in single player. Yeah. Plus with the whole um, universe at war deal with your galactic readiness. I I think it's kind of like half-hearted the way that they did. Well, they could have. They probably could have done more. It's, with a, it's the last going game from, in the series. Well, at least it's not going to be the last. No, the last, the last game yeah. in Shepard's right. so, series. Which, you, you know, they're probably going to do more with that. Actually, been cool to come. Mm-hmm. Just let that promoting your uh, be done. Your people from the multiplayer. If they'd team. actually be in if, your ship, if if you either saw me your ship or you came across them like on a random planet on the final on the final level, yeah, on the on yeah. which on, I haven't got Earth. to, so you can just shut the hell up. <laughs> well, I mean, final levels on Earth, which you knew from the very beginning. True. This is so, true. but it, it would have been nice what, to what, see what, what what difficulty you're playing on. Um, I just started on normal. Just mm-hmm. okay. Just to go There's, through it. So the last real thing you do in that game you don't it, there's not really a there's no like final boss do you know how it ends already no you don't okay. but this last thing you do is a pain because the enemies they throw at you because you just have to survive and the enemies they throw at you are like the difficult enemies I was playing on Insanity on my first playthrough. Oh, it took idea. me like an hour and a half to do this part. And is like it, an it hour and a half to defend my left flank. It took me like an hour to defend my left flank and like an hour and a half to do oh. that part. To is, survive that that part. is that the hardest difficulty? Insanity is yeah. the hardest difficulty. Good, yeah. good on you, Joe, for starting on the hardest I also part. started with a level 30 character. Oh, okay. But at the same time, it doesn't really matter because it scales it anyway. Yeah. Oh, okay. But having a level 30 adept, having an adept, I will say this. When you do your Insanity run, do an adept because with the adept you can take out brutes and stuff like that relatively fast like I took I was able to take out a brute with two biotic explosions and that was so it was like warp throw warp throw dead what I did like and I'm going to go back to another point that we had earlier with Mass Effect 1 the one thing that I did like about it and the reason why most people like myself did different characters on there was if you played a soldier very first which was the basic and you got you got that achievement for so many kills mm-hmm. you can turn around make it an adept who, with you who, who's supposed to only use like pistols yep. 
if you got 75 kills with an assault rifle with that soldier, guess what? You You're can use the depth. assault rifle with you the You can adapt. have that adept use an assault rifle yeah. See, and I didn't... still use his powers. Or vice versa, have that adept I... use singularity 75 times. My first map. character and my main character, so this is the character that I went three times through, and I started the fourth time through not all that long ago. Um, that's the same character. I brought in the two. I brought in the three. My main character was a Vanguard in the first one. And then I went from Vanguard to Infiltrator in the second, Infiltrator to Adept in the third. Mm-hmm. So I didn't actually play as the same class th- through each game. But, yeah, like, the Soldier was it was the last one that I did. Aww. <laughs> um, well, you probably had a Soldier that had some pretty BA powers, though. I you know I only did the soldiers so I can get those kills get those last to get to those kill achievements. Oh, okay. Soldiers all about that, that slow mo. I wasn't after yeah. so you know you said it took you three playthroughs to get to level sixties. Same thing for me. Um, but my renegade character, one playthrough I was at level fifty eight. Hmm. Because when you hit sixty, you get experience bonuses. Oh yeah, yeah. So your next playthrough and if I would have actually did everything I would have easily hit 60 on that one playthrough but I only did enough to get the achievement of having Ashley in my party because I I on like my first playthrough I had her for a good bit of the party and then I switched her out and so I didn't get the achievement but I got the well now that I know what I'm going to do with my Vanguard in the first game I'm going to carry to the second and eventually do the third while we're talking about Mass Effect um, they are are they making a Mass Effect movie, or is it rumored? They have or? A, yeah, I mean, they're they're actively seeking to have it made. It has a script. Um, now, they, 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 they did recently change, I think it was writers for the script. No, it's the, the director. legend guy. So yeah, the, yeah. When you say movie, is this going to be like... Mark Protosevich? He worked on movie and theaters. Uh, his, his history for screenplay is his I Am Legend of Poseidon. Mm-hmm. He also had writer and story credits on The Cell and Thor. Okay. okay. Um, so not a crazy good... <laughs> I mean, so when, when you the, do say movie, are we referring to like a CG? Yeah, like in, straight, in theaters. In well, theaters, I know it's going to be in theaters, probably, but it's going to be I like would imagine straight it's live CG, action and live CG. I would imagine live action. Live action? Live action? Okay. I mean, there's probably going to be a lot of CG. There are probably CG in it. Because, I mean, Mass Effect, Singularity, and War, and all your powers. And then, obviously, if Liara Tassoni, who is my my boo, she's probably had to be CG. So, see, my favorite was Tally. I like Telly. She Actually, was, I like Miranda. Telly, Telly Zora know, was my favorite. Well, you know. Um, I mean, it was she was Yvonne my favorite character. Shahofsky I was about to say it's the girl from Chuck. Why? Yeah. Why, why I, shit, you got the robot, you got the fucking bald alien tentacle lesbian girl. Telly's not a robot. No. Ish. Uh, she's, she's good with creating robots. <laughs> she's not a robot. What a geeky conversation we just had here. I know that we've just been sitting for two hours talking about video games. Although, but, Legion, I, I really did like Legion. He was one of my favorites, though. Whenever, after I got him in two and in three. and Well, the point that I wanted to get to was the fact that I think it's pointless to make a Mass Effect movie. I think it's a stupid idea. I think it can be good. I because think that, the thing is, they have that set story. Now, the difference between a game and a movie is you had your decisions, decisions of how you wanted to play, if you wanted to be, if you wanted them to be an awesome good guy or just a dick. Exactly. Or alive. 
Um, or alive. Or alive. Uh, you point, know, if you yeah. wanted to kill certain party members, right. you know, that part, that aspect of it is, okay, yeah, that's gone. But basically, if Bioware has a good say in what the movie is about, what the script is, then they can basically say, this is how we want Shepard. Yeah. This is what we want to my, do. My, my so, issue isn't with the quality of whether it's going to be good or bad. It's the whole idea that Mass Effect, probably at least part of the initial inspiration, was stemming from the fact that you have all these awesome exactly. sci-fi movies. You have, you have, you, they want to take that experience and make it interactive, make uh-huh. it your own. Yeah, exactly. And so the whole you point of Mass the Effect whole of making it your own, which was the big part of Mass, Mass Effect, Effect, is the anti-sci-fi movie. It, it's the it's taking that spectator experience of a movie and making it completely interactive. Mm-hmm. And so to go from that to suddenly make a movie is to, like it's taking a step back. It, it's not. Like I said, Mass Effect well, is forward. Yeah. Right. It, it, it's, it seems to go against the whole point of Mass Effect, which is to make that story your story. And so to, to watch a Mass Effect movie, it, it's like, I'd rather just play the fucking game, really. Yeah. Well, and I, I agree it's, with it's a unique story. I agree in with universe. you on that, but I would still go see Mass Effect in the theater. I would because... probably still watch it at some point. It just seems like a stupid game to make a, a movie for when the game itself Resident is essentially... Evil. They suck. I, I would never endorse that, dude. Let's not talk about it. Right? <laughs> I mean, I was just saying, Resident Evil isn't the type of game you would make a movie out of. No, no, that, that is. That but is. You could a, make a technically, good that Evil is movie. a video game you want to make in a movie, but the people who made these Resident Evil movies are very yeah. bad. Dumb. Did you see the newest one? No. no. Oh, I liked it. Did you really? Shut up. <laughs> but back, but okay, the back, so, no, 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 I, no, no. We're no. done with that. No, don't even talk about <laughs> it. Well, let me just say that Resident Evil was a good... Oh yeah, Resident Evil is a game that it does make sense to try to make a movie out of it because it's not, it's not an, an incredibly interactive. So you, the story itself, you don't have a lot of input. Mass Effect, you have nothing. You yes, have all the you input. have, it, and and I agree that you're losing the whole how you want it to be. Type and it's of a fucking thing where you're shooting, running, and shooting from zombies, running and shooting from zombies. You're you're running and, and you're shooting at zombies. It, 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 there are shooting. a lot of movies that are all about that anyway. So the re- the new Resident Evil movie felt like. It sucked. You're I watching Resident Evil. I mean, I it, it, it felt like a. What, well, it felt like what it is. I'm probably. Sh- I'm, I'm sure it probably felt like Resident Evil Six, which was a terrible game. I didn't so, see. I didn't. Haven't played enough of Six yet. Really good I soundtrack. Think, I mean, if, it, if like, it, it really. was just. You know how you have really? all those like. It was, was a throwback to. How all the, you have yeah, all that I mean, like. If if, if it's a really good soundtrack, if you're going to kill yourself after playing it. So I mean, yeah, Resident Evil Six, great. To commit suicide to. I called it Yanni vomiting into a bucket. All I wanted, really wanted to say was for Mass Effect, if they do it, I hope they do it well. Exactly. But please, please, for the love of God, do not put it in 3D because I'm about tired of 3D movies. I've been I've been I, done with 3D movies for the past, like, three years. I, I probably will shoot you. And as a fast follow... Fellow so in a couple of years, Mass Effect in 3D will be in your local theater <laughs> if it ever gets past the planning stages, which most video game movies don't. Like Halo, which they could have really done a good job with the Halo like movie. Bioshock. Well, the reason that that failed is because they, they wanted they Peter the Jackson wanted Neil Blomkamp, yep, the, the, guy, did the guy who did District which 9. Which is and amazing. And it was great. really good. And yeah, and so they Why did passed, that fall through? Because somebody didn't Because he wasn't ex- they didn't he, think he, he was, was experienced enough. Exactly. District 9 was essentially his first movie. And District 9 That's wasn't even uh, out yet. Yeah. Oh, well. And the thing is, the only things he did were indie-type things, so mm-hmm. small indie like things. Like that short film that they was didn't, a prequel to District 9 or something? Wasn't there something like that? What's that? that? Something there, similar. He yeah. did that um, one. I think they did the short 
that like Halo live action Halo short yeah, he did to that, show, yeah. hey, we can do this. He can do this. Oh but my god, dude, he did a really great job with District Nine. Yeah, I what mean, a missed opportunity. Yeah, that was <laughs> the guy who did District yeah, Nine. Yeah, because the the. Uh, movie companies you maybe didn't well, trust. Yeah, and it was Fox and Universal working yeah. together, yeah. both footing the bill for it. So you'd think with them Fox only having working so long. Yeah. Well, the thing yeah. is, it didn't matter if no. Blomkamp anybody could have done it, and it still would have made a crap ton of money well, yeah, because it's Halo. If you couldn't, you pro- it's arguable you could not have gotten a better guy than him. Yeah. The fact I think that he was almost there. I think you could have. Who? But. I don't know. Well, that's what I'm, I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I think he... Have you he, seen District 9? It was great. I loved it. Fucking... It's the effects in that movie were... Oh, I know. Yeah. The thing that's is, what I'm saying. Imagine if, like... Could you have possibly found a better guy? Imagine if that was the elite. Yes. At the time, I mean, maybe If not. somebody can't think of somebody who would be better than him, then I'm going to just go out and I say... I really directors, though, so... I mean, maybe the guy did Alien, Ridley, Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott. I would rather have Blanc. See, I, like I think I'd rather have Blanc than Ridley Scott. I mean, I'm sure there's some direct, like, bigger-name director out there that they could have got that could have possibly done a better name. job. It's about technique. If you look at the exactly. way the story is told in District 9, that is the perfect tone for a Halo movie. Yeah. And just the way he... Everything about what he does, that's the guy who should be making video game movies. That's the guy who gets it. Not, uh, what's-his-face? Not anybody who's... Not Uwe right Boll. <sighs> The one who makes all the video game movies is the one who shouldn't make video yeah, game movies. Video game <laughs> the guy who movies. made two dungeons, or no, no, it was a dungeon season in two worlds, wasn't it? No, he made no, a lot made of stuff. He made it was, no. The other one was uh, I don't know. It was in the name of the king. Yeah, a dungeon, a dungeon Siege Tale. It was, was that, and then there was a Two Worlds one. The, with, the, with the dun- that Dungeon cares? Siege movie had a lot of bigger name actors. Hey, guess what? These movies don't exist. The, the, <laughs> okay, that one I, the, I saw. So acting, anyway, this the week, acting wasn't the problem I, uh, in Dungeon Siege. We're not, gonna, we're not going to debate that. I mean, that, although I will say that was his most watchable movie. Was it was his best movie? Yeah. Yes. No, but that's what does that say? It doesn't say much, but uh, yes, that was his best movie. But anyway, perfume on shit. Exactly. Anyway, that that's a great case in point. Um. Also coming out that came out this week, I played a bit of Forza Horizon. Oh yeah. Um. It was done by uh, Turn Ten Studios and. Uh, mostly, mostly done by Playground Games, which was actually a studio formed up of a whole lot of people that used to work. A lot of them used to work for uh, Bizarre Creations, mm-hmm. who did Project Gotham. And for being a Forza game, like Forza, I can't get into. Like it's just not for me. But Forza Horizon, I enjoyed a lot. Uh, it's it's a lot more accessible. It's a lot easier to get into if you're not into that kind of game. And uh, if, if you like Project Gotham, it's going to play a lot like Project Gotham because you can tell those people worked on Project Gotham because it even has kind of like the kudos system that they used in Project Gotham games. Um, but the game's beautiful. <laughs> I mean, uh, it, the game just looks stunning. Like when you're in Colorado, like you're in Colorado. Like it looks like it's just everything in the game is great. And... The sound, like the audio, the soundtrack was freaking amazing for Forza Horizon. Like, you had three different stations. You had the Pulse station, which, or well, not the Pulse, but there was like uh, the Base Arena station, which was like, you know, your dubstep and stuff, which I didn't really care about. But like, if you, if, you know, modern day, if you like dubstep and that, you know, you'll listen to that. But then it had the Pulse station, which was the best station, because it's all good indie rock stuff that's that's current right stuff now that, stuff that a hipster would really right like it's really it's stuff like you, you know like, like foster the people phoenix two-door cinema club go ahead and say it arctic monkeys yep 
Arctic Monkeys is good. So it, great. They did a really good job with that soundtrack. What was the third station? Uh, the third station was Rock, uh, which was stuff like Lost Profits and the Hives, and Hives are more more to that. But um, but yeah, it's 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 a really good. It's really easy to get into. Um, there's a ton of content in it. There's just so much to do in it. Like I played it probably eight hours, and I only saw I saw less than twenty percent of the content. Because there's just so much to do. I mean, essentially, it's it's you doing a bunch of street races and stuff like that to to get the better street races and stuff. You know, it's it's racing game for you know. The the one disappointing thing is they try they kind of tease you almost with a little bit of story. Like the guy that won the Horizon event last year is like the big rival, but they don't really they don't they show you the initial cut scene but they don't really do much with it after that and, okay. and it's kind of disappointing from a story standpoint but it's also a racing game so right you know you're not really expecting it to have a story for, for a racing game all you need to see is oh he's a top dog i'm gonna take him down that's all you need to see oh he does a green light really <laughs> pretty much yeah and the, there is one other thing this is one of the few games that says better with connect and means mm-hmm. it um because uh, it actually has some good voice uh, integration because um, you actually control the GPS with your voice. Mm-hmm. Oh. So you you just say GPS and you can either say like next event or nearest event or next like specific type of race okay. that you want to go to because there's different race types. There's like, a, like street races, which you do for extra cash. There's like your regular circuit races, which, you know, around the circle. And then there's like point to point, which you go from point A to point B across. You also have... Like special events, which are which is an interesting way to do like a time trial kind of thing. Um, you actually race against flying vehicles, like you race a plane, you race like a balloon. Like it's, I can see a balloon being an easy race. Um, yeah, it kind of was. <laughs> I mean, but uh, let's face it, it's a balloon. But a, another cool thing they did was to integrate. Uh, almost like a multiplayer aspect without integrating a multiplayer aspect. They do have regular multiplayer, which I didn't get a chance to play. But uh, what they do is after every single race, you can they have a person online that did that race. And if they were close to you in time, like maybe like a second off, like uh, where they were a second faster, they'll give you a chance where you can gain extra cash if you try to redo the race against their ghost. In a time trial, okay. um, so it's it's an interesting way to kind of integrate that, and it does it after every single race. Um, they also did a lot of a lot of cool things to make it easier for the person that it doesn't really know much about cars, which would be me. Um, where like uh, there's races where you may need to upgrade your car to get that car to be eligible for a certain race. Um, where me, I don't know what car parts I'm picking, but you can basically just tell it, "Hey, I want to upgrade," and you and it just upgrades the car for you to go on to that next race. You know, all you can the, also downgrade the car to play in you know races that. that all, all of the forces, I at least three and four are like that as two, three, and yeah. four were like that as well. So where you can just say, "Hey, I want to upgrade it to get to this class," yeah. and it would just upgrade you. Yeah, I mean that's that's awesome. Like, it was a really fun game. Like, I I enjoyed it, and like I said, I, I've never really enjoyed a Forza game just because not because they're bad games, because they're great games. They're just not not my in, cup of tea. just not into simulation racing. Right. And I, I was the same way. Um, 
I didn't really start to get into Forza until two. And the only reason why I had that one was because it was one of the free ones with the 360 where it was Forza 2 and Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Mm-hmm. And um, then I ended up getting I ended up getting three, and that's the one that I really got into. I picked up four, but I still haven't played it yet. Because, <laughs> well, you get, like, a good bit of stuff for importing a level 50 character from three to four. Mm-hmm. And I'm, like, in the 40s, I think, or close to the 40s. So I was like, okay, well, I want to hit 50 and then import that in the four and then start playing four. Well, I just haven't gotten around to going back to three to grind out those levels that I need to get. Speaking of four, have you played Resident Evil 4 yet, Jeff? You know what? I played... That's one of the other games I played during the marathon. I played it for like a half an hour or so. The controls were killing me. Mm. Because it's... it. It's still with the single stick controls. Mm-hmm. And I just... Which honestly plays better than Resident Evil 6. Um, so. I, I just... <laughs> it's the same thing. I Those single stick controls, I just can't control them anymore. So And I'm trying to play it like, say, Resident Evil 5. Yeah, I would try to work with it. Just to, and, I would grapple with it. Just to try to. I mean, that's a really good game. It's yeah, it is. Like I just like I couldn't. I couldn't even get past the first scene song at the beginning. That's my soldier game. All right. Well, any anything else, guys? Nothing here. Uh, I feel like we talked about just about everything. Yeah, I think I think at this point uh, we can do a moment of silence as G4 TV has officially died. Um, but let, let's face it, G4 yeah. TV's been dead for like Pretty five much. years You're now. You're right. But now they're, you know... Officially. It, it's basically like like your grandfather who's been on life support, and then you just decided to pull the plug. Um, that channel had no identity. It had no, no. sense of what it was about. It, it had its identity. And then they, they bought Tech that. TV. They kind of lost a little bit, but they kept... They still kind of had that video game. They just added tech. No problems with that, because... They go hand I found hand. some good anime after they got Tech TV because they had Back that one anime really, block. There was a time when it was a really good channel. And yeah. Yeah. it was really good, and I used to watch it all the time. The problem was that they, they needed to take what they had and, and go further instead of it's, trying to, to instead of it, Instead of just doing reruns of cops. They completely tear it to pieces. And then, of cops and, and cheaters. Like yes. Yeah, like, how is that? How is that guy's TV? Like That's the, not guy's exactly. TV. The, the only people who watch that are people who are drunk at three in the morning. I mean... My grandmother used to watch Aunt cops Joe's grandmother. <laughs> she used to love cops. And we hated it because she'd always get paranoid after watching cops. Your grandma would get yeah. paranoid? After <laughs> watching cops. It's probably all the weed she smoked, but... I, uh, I but that moment of silence. That does have... Go ahead and do that. Oh, we're really going to do that? I thought that was a joke. You should, you should, uh... Jay, you just ruined the moment of silence. Fucking hell. Okay. You should play tap. So, Joe's never allowed on the podcast again. I remember when it was. Um, we didn't say it was starting. Did you guys ever watch Tech TV back when it was? Yeah. Yeah, the screensavers. Come on See, now. Leo Laporte. I didn't really uh, watch screensavers too much. As soon as they went from screensavers to Attack of the Show, like beginning attack of the show like Sarah Lane yeah it was basically the same exact uh, yeah, thing as well, screensavers just with a different all name the time and she talks to me sometimes and I'm really excited about I that I think you're just dreaming that no it happens she calls me Tim no I, I, I think really you're dreaming it. that it's happened there are a lot of Tims that were I mean it was um, me though definitely shut but up I mean attack of the show was good until um even they got like they got out of what they were doing like they went too far with the fucking Cosmo and well they went too far with like trying to be funny for a start because they're not well then (laughs) it's like they'd always celebrate like 420 and um like they'd always go to like the adult 
a doll like movie a, convention. They tried right. to be too pop culture. Exactly. They, they have no and idea. they, they weren't even no doing like pop culture well either, though. Yeah. They didn't know who that what they were who they were catering exactly. to basically. Yeah. Like they were they, it's they were the same the thing that happened with D four. They lost their identity. They were simultaneously trying to go for the, the the guys like us and the guys who watch. I don't want to say the guys who watch Spike TV because I feel like Spike TV is not like television. Spike TV's a better channel. Uh, yeah, it, 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 without it a is. doubt. Yeah, I but mean, like the football crowd and the gamer crowd, they're trying to court both. They're trying and to get somehow everyone. That, that is what it up, is. Somehow that boiled down to cops and cheaters. <laughs> <laughs> that was the middle ground. But I'm glad to see it go. Exactly. I would rather see it go and disappear and not exist than to see it as such a horrible, I mean, disfigured when, shade of when, what it when used Adam to be. Sessler leaves X Play, then that means something's wrong. Adam Sessler is fucking weird. I hated Adam Sessler. I, I, uh, I would only watch X Play because of Morgan Webb. I. Actually, she looks like a guy. Sometimes. Actually, liked Adam Sessler a lot more after he left G Four because I I listened to him on a lot of other gaming. Well, he podcasts probably actually went actually, and yeah. did reputable reputable stuff. Yeah, after like he left G Four. Well, like back when it was. Uh, yeah, I mean, he definitely he absolutely knows his stuff. Like, yeah, no, no, I mean, like back when he's. I, I like him a lot actually now more since he's left. Than, when it was Tech TV, it was called GameSpot TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, Exploit the original. It was him and some girl named Kayla Tell. She looked like a fish. Um, but she knew her games, too. And, and then it became Extended Play whenever they had the... That was still when it was Tech TV, yeah. And then it became X-Play. And mm-hmm. it, like, it just became... Back then, there were no comedy bits. There, was, there were no bullshit segments. It was just nothing but reviews and previews. And it was really good. And you could tell that he knew what the fuck he, what was going on. Never was, trusted the reviews, though. For X-Play? Yeah. yeah. I didn't distrust them. But at the same time, I don't trust any reviews. Because all the games that I like always get crappy reviews anyway, so... Afro Samurai got a 7 out of 10. I never played it, though. Oh, that game's fucking awesome. But that's not a bad review. I think I only played a demo. No, that's a good review, especially for the games that I usually like. That's a great review. It's a good review, but it's not what every... General people that I've talked to... I wouldn't say I've talked to 100 people, but at least... Every person I've talked to who has played every part of it... Liked it. Liked it. And it should have been a better... I'm sure the, seven. the consensus is probably like something like a 75 if you're like Metacritic or something like that. Yeah. Which I mean, that that's, you know, that's in the area. They didn't give like a five or a six. They, you, know. you know what? I'm, I, it, they, it may be a seven now after it's been out, but when it first came out, I think it was like more on the lines of like a five point. Are you looking five. it up, Joe? Yep. He's going to find out. I'm guessing it's something like a 70 or something. No, I'm going to guess 65. like 65. Okay. You're wrong. I was going to say it was 70, but damn it. I should have spoke sooner. But, um... <clears throat> and that's based off 70 critics. I remember, remember, uh, Cinematech? Do you remember Cinematech? You know what that is? Yeah, I do. Yep. It was a half-hour block of fucking cutscenes. Dude, Icons. I remember that. Icons? Dude, they used to go back in game history and, like, Yeah, yeah, remember, like, I used to watch a lot of icons. Icons. Like, I forgot what the name like, of the show was. And, like, yeah, and, uh, uh, Kojima had an Icons. And, a lot of people uh, had an Icons, but even that, Sakaguchi before... Had even, even that, though, wait, wait, before, oh, before, before it went, um... Before they went off the air, before they canceled icons, even that went, like it started going away. It went away from video yeah, game icons, yeah. and you guys, it just became crappy. Again. Did you see the statement that they released about how G four or how uh, Attack of the Show next player ending? Yeah, and it was something like we they, just did, wanna, they didn't even I mention the fact that they were ending all their game related. Like, right, it was like content. these. It we want to pay. We're going in a new direction. No, they, they said it like these shows that were so great and they've done so much for blah blah blah. Yeah, we yeah, over three thousand episodes between like, the two. Fuck off. Like, oh man, it just made me sick. Like, like talking it up as you as you're you're stomping it. I mean, yeah, granted, it's much. been it's it's like stomping on the neck of a dead cat, but that was a horrible 
<laughs> but it gives you the idea what I'm, yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess that's a good place to stop. <laughs> you have been listening to a product of Spider Duck Internet Radio. Check us out at spiderducknetwork.com and follow us on Twitter at spiderducknet.